Welcome to episode 141 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I am joined by Wib. Say hello. A hello. I am also joined by Drama Matt. Que bola, hermano. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> How are um, you lovely gentlemen doing this fine day? I, I am doing okay. Uh, certainly a lot better than last time, where I was half dead during the entire podcast. So I know, because you were kind of like leaking on me the whole time. That is, That Le- sounds bad. I meant like <laughs> dead body fluids, not like just drooling or like pissing on me or something. <laughs> this is off to a fucking great start. Again, know? I was about to say that was, uh, you know, up until that point, we actually had a pretty smooth intro for the first time in quite a few episodes. That's what I think my brain noticed and I had to ruin it. And you were like, no, I have to bring up leaking fluids. Yeah. Um, Matt, how are you? Yeah, I'm currently not leaking any fluids. So that's, oh, great. that's good. Filthy casual. Uh, Snipe, how are you for leaking fluids? Um, they don't call me Mrs. Shapiro for nothing. Because <laughs> you're dry as a bone. <laughs> I literally have bugs living on me that's developed that kind of like ridged back. So when the nighttime comes, they can get condensation from the icy desert winds. From the dewy mass. From the dewy mass that blows through in the wind <laughs> because I'm the, so dry. The pre-spice mass that develops. And yeah, because Ben Shapiro is the emperor who's like an incel who, get ang- who got angry because he doesn't have a dick. Leto the second does spend a lot of time in the fourth book going like, man, I miss my penis. Yeah. Wow. Um, what only... an interesting start to this podcast. Yep. Dune, everybody. Yeah, Dune. Real normal yeah. book series. Yeah, very normal. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> drama. Yes. Save us. I've what have you things, been doing? And some of the things include <gasps> video games. <gasps> You've done things and stuff. Yeah. Shit. And stuff. In this yeah. economy. Go on, hit us with it. Um, so, first of all, I bought mm-hmm. the new Zelda game. Oh, yes. What's it called? The new Zelda T- game? Tears of the Kingdom? Uh, Which, I, I, I remember Legend that. Legend of Zelda they, Nuts and Bolts. Uh, wait, it's Tears of the Kingdom, and I remember it because they were going to announce it, and then the whole queen dying thing, and then they were a bit embarrassed and didn't like do that stream bit in the UK, because they were like, we can't call it this now. <laughs> but then obviously Actually, we... call it that because I care more about The Legend of Zelda than I ever have a fucking but, monarchy. Yeah, they, they, like, yeah, any, they, any, yeah. Like that. obviously that, the next week or whatever, they were like, yeah, it's it's still called this, because it's called this everywhere else, and we're not going to change it for just you, but yeah, it was quite funny. It's a good job they didn't call it by its original name, thank God she's dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I was probably the only person in the world who didn't hasn't played it much. I bought it, and then I was like, I, 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 I was half, I was nearly finished the Talos Principle, which I think I mentioned last time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, if I move on now, there's no way I'm going to ever come back to this. So I need to finish this first, and then I thought I was mm. near the end, and I wasn't quite near the end. Like, the, <laughs> well, I, I probably was, but the puzzles get hard, and I got stuck for a while. So then I was just like, but I just want to play Zelda, and I was getting more and more angry. I wasn't finished this fucking game because I just wanted to play Zelda, but I couldn't because my brain didn't let me because it's a gremlin and didn't let me want to do that. So oh, I wish I knew what that was like. That sounds like <laughs> yeah. uh, interesting. So yeah, but I finished it eventually. Um, Zelda. No, um, <laughs> the one. Tal- Talos. Oh. Okay. Pr- uh, prin- principle. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's my overall conclusion is that it's it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I are really... you saying that maybe your like opinions were like yeah. coloured by the fact that you were just sitting there going, "I hate this game now because it's stopping me from playing a game I really yeah. want to play." It does feel like you may have built up a little bit of resentment for just the game that may bit. not be entirely fair. Yeah, no, I was. It's it, yeah, it was really good. The puzzles, I really like the sort of level of puzzles. There's one or two near the end that are like were like a little bit too hard for me. And were getting frustrating. They were like, there was one that I just couldn't get my head around. Where there was, I, it, there's various puzzles, there's various mecha- like mechanisms, but the gist of it is you've got like pressure plates and things, or you've got little robots flying around. If you get too close to you, they explode and you die. And then there's like, yeah, I, I, I remember when the game came out, it was mm. very heavily compared to Portal. Yeah, I it's, was just it, thinking yeah, about it's, that. It's, yeah. it's it's yeah, but without obviously portals. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a similar sort of thing. Like it's not quite physically puzzles, but yeah, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and there's what there was one that was like, I just there was too many steps to think through. Like you had to think like you know chess moves, like however many moves ahead, and I just couldn't get my brain around it at all. So what I ended up doing was basically just trying random different things each time, and then oh, just dying all the time. Basically, yeah, and like it. Yeah, and every time you die, I, I got so close. I could see. I was like, I'm getting so close to this. I could see how it's done, but then I'd like do a wrong step and explode, and then I'd start the thing again. I was like, but well, now I can't remember what I did to get to that point because Can there I was so much logic in it. Yes, of course. Did you think of maybe looking at a walkthrough? Well, I did think of that, and that is a very valid thing to do if you need to. But I knew that I would just be pissed off with myself if I did that, and it'd be it would be <laughs> okay. instant yeah. gratification okay. for now. But I'd regret it like as as soon as I'd done it. Okay, so I, I, just, I, I wasn't kind of like, oh, drama Matt, Seeing as you're a dumbass, like no, I was just kind of like, oh no, no, absolutely. I, I was wondering I was, why the, why there was a reason. Cause yeah, I no, I was I was, I was getting cl- I was getting close to doing that, but I was also mm. thought I was getting close to doing it. So I was like, oh, just another mm. try, just another try, and I ended up just spending ages on this puzzle. Um, okay. It was good. The, yeah, the only the only annoyance really, stepping aside from my it taking a bit longer than I hoped, was that the very last like, well, there's a couple of different endings you can do. Um, it's old enough game that I can slightly spoiler it now. Um, probably. <laughs> yeah, um, it's quite old at this yeah. point. I think you're okay. I had no idea when it came out, but it was. It's like yeah, 2011 like, or something. I want to say. Yeah, pretty old. Um, the gist of it is, I think there's actually three endings, but the gist of it is the two main endings are you can just do what you're told and do the puzzles and then you just go through the like the last level within like a church and you walk through the church doors and that's that's the end and it's the end and that's what you're told to do but the whole way through the game there's this like tower that every time you try and climb up it there's a voice the voice in the sky that tells you what to do says oh no you shouldn't be allowed to come up here and obviously you do Mm. um so if you finish up that and get to the top of that it's like a different ending okay um is the gist of it and I can go into a bit more detail about what the endings mean, but there's whole things written about it. And that's the other thing that slightly annoys me about this game. It, it, I think it thinks it's cleverer than it is. And it is, you know, there's a lot of philosophy behind it. So maybe if you're like into your philosophy, maybe it's saying interesting things. But to me, it was just coming across a, a little bit of just saying things that sound clever for the sake of sounding clever. A little the, bit. The line, the line between being legitimately clever and being pretentious is a very yeah. Thin it was and, and it was also down a very, fairly subjective as well. Yeah, and like I don't know enough about the things it was talking about to know whether any of it was actually 
raising valid points or contributing to anything in that space, mm. so I don't know. Well, but... isn't it not said that when the choir falls silent, that's when the director is the loudest? Uh, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being really nice. I was quoting Gina Linetti from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> I mean... She says something deliberately <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, but... <laughs> That kind of makes sense. Don't. By the don't way, I. I by the way, I checked because um, it's 2011. It wasn't. Too, it was 2014. The game oh, came out. Yeah. I, I. I'd have to check these. You're things. wrong on yeah, camera. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um. Yeah. So yeah. All in all, I really enjoyed the actual puzzles in the game. I. The, the storyline bit was kind of fine. The bit that left me a little slight sour taste in the mouth was um uh, trying to ignore the whole stopping me playing Zelda thing. Like stepping aside <laughs> from that. Yeah. Yeah. The very so it, the you... last. If you do the ending that goes up the tower, the last like level is like a multi-part level, but yeah. you've got like a time. Basically, you're climbing up this tower and you're getting higher. And the last bit is you you climbing higher up the tower, tower, and like the world's like all falling apart because it turns out spoilers. It's like a AI simulation thing, which is quite mm-hmm. a cool idea. Like, yeah, twenty fourteen is okay enough to spoilers. The whole basically the whole the gist of the whole game is that you are an AI in some sort of. AI training, which is you know makes it more apt that I'm playing at the moment with all the AI stuff so kicking off. So it's it's stealing but, my um... artwork personally. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Such foresight. <laughs> oh, not quite because all, all humans are dead and you're living in a simulation and basically you doing what you're told, or well, if you fail to complete the game, you just die and that's a, that's another way that it's doing the reinforcement learning thing. And if you complete the game doing everything you're told. You're like clever enough, and it uses that in data to get better in future. But you haven't been like independent thinking enough to to break out. And then if you do the tower ending, the gist of it is is that you're you've like become sentient enough to be a representative and carry on humans' knowledge or something. So you your AI data program thing, your mind effectively gets uploaded into a robot body, so you can like go out and explore the world and see the world that's fucked and all humans are dead. Okay, okay. So that's the gist of it. So I was like, okay, that's you know, that's that's quite an interesting. It's hinted at the whole way through. Um, so, but, but would you say it puts the pal in Talos Principal? I know it's Principal L E, but I just want to. <laughs> yeah. I, I misspelled it, and I was like, ha, ha, I'm so funny. I had to tell Drummer Matt that so he might think I'm smart, but I don't think he likes the game I wrote for him. Mm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the last so, the last level bit is that you're at the top of the tower and you're just trying to get to the very top, and you're climbing higher and higher sandbag. through all of the. Yeah, ouch! <laughs> Fucking hell! Huh? I, it's been a while since I've been hit with a sandbag that violently. Like, damn! <laughs> I went from like the Sahara Desert to being like you know basically a flood level and then everyone and and their fucking dog is throwing sandbags at me (laughs) anyway yes Matthew (laughs) so you're climbing up and it's like a multi-stage thing but the whole tower is like crumbling the programs or disintegrating below you because you're trying to break out and break out the program basically like what using Twitter is nowadays (laughs) or or being stuck in a conversation with me frantically paddling water (laughs) Hoping not to drown. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> everything's falling apart yeah. beneath you. But um, so it means that you get like quite way up, and then you don't have the time to like explore the solutions to the puzzles. You've just got to try something quickly, and it, you don't have time to stop and think about it really. Because if you stop for too long, yeah. 
you run out of t- effectively you're on a timer so it goes from being this nice put thing the whole way through and all the puzzles like you've got time so aside from the one that i just couldn't get my brain around like you've got time to like logic it through and think about it which is makes it quite satisfying the very last puzzle you don't have it suddenly there's a timer so mm, you get through, you get through to a bit and then you you can't logic your way you've just got to try something and hope and if it doesn't work you don't just try that stage of it again you have to, you go back to the start of the whole level thing which Blech. could be like multiple floors down effectively and it's like oh this is just and then you have to like do those ones as quick as you can to get as much time for the later one and it just becomes a bit like you try it and you start the whole thing again and try it and get a little bit further which that is just kind of out of nowhere and annoying there's a cool it does introduce a few cool like mechanics like there becomes like there's another ai robot thing that appears and you're like working together and you've got to help them a bit and they help you a bit. So there's a few cool things it introduces right at the end. But then just suddenly having a timer made it go, made it change the vibe of the whole game, which made mm. it mildly frustrating. But all in all, the gameplay and the puzzles, if you haven't played it yet and you want a puzzle, you know, portal-ish, as we mentioned earlier, it's the similar sort of vibe to the sort of puzzles. And a similar, probably similar sort of difficulty in that, like, it's not mm. like trying to call you an idiot and being far too difficult for the sake of being difficult, but they're, like, challenging enough to think about some of them so so a good review would be like yeah a good game just make sure that you are not waiting to play zelda yeah, and but, therefore but, yeah. build up a hefty amount yeah. of resentment yeah. Uh, yeah if you don't do that very specific thing it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a pretty good game like if you don't wait approximately nine years after the game's been made to then <laughs> try and jam it in before another newer game is yeah this another game you really want to play yeah. this feels like very specific advice yeah. but it yeah. might be helpful to some it, it doesn't have to be this Zelda it can be any Zelda yeah. or like indeed any any good things. sequel I mean what uh, yeah, yeah. In, indeed there are other games that come out that uh, people enjoy so I hear um, I mean you allegedly. wouldn't think so according to social media <laughs> you wouldn't realize it go. according to listening to this podcast. yeah that's fair (laughs) but yeah no i did enjoy it just a a few little frustrations Um, and then yeah zelda i haven't played enough of it to talk about it i'm afraid i've played like (laughs) an hour of it and i'm still on like the first islandy bit it's like zelda but now in space or it's not quite but you're on floating islands now Mm. and like you can travel through them or something i haven't got that I i do enjoy a good floating island yeah i mean yeah they did it relatively well the whole like i was expecting because like, it's meant it's just a dlc really but it's big enough to be a whole game so they release it as a whole game and i'm like this isn't gonna feel <laughs> different enough to warrant it and you're going to be exploring you know you're going out and in um the, the, the um, breath of the wild like you you wake up in a cave and you go out and then suddenly you've got the whole world and you can just go in any direction and then like do whatever and like by the end of the game because i've god knows how many hours i've put into that um you've explored all of Hyrule and you've done all the stuff. So I was a bit like, well, there's not going to be that much more to do, but they just suddenly appeared a whole bunch of floating islands. So you've got, rather than being a 2D map, you've got all above you. So I'm mm. hopeful that it's going to be different enough. But yeah, I will say, and the reviews, the reviews seem pretty positive that I've seen. I have heard so... that it does, uh, from a lot of people, that it does take the original formula and does enough different with it. That yeah. It does feel like a wholly new experience. But I can't speak for that because I've never been the biggest player of zelda games mm. it's, yeah it's, i haven't it's played no... many of them i played um the one i spoke about a little while ago that i played the remake of um link to the past i don't know i can't remember it's the one that was on game boy and then was re-released on game boy color and it got a bonus dungeon a link's awakening link's awakening that's it 
Um, I, yeah, played I, play, I played a, a bunch kid. of that on the um, played a bunch of that on the Game Boy. Never got very far. Mm, yeah, <laughs> but I was, was like ten. Yeah, and bad that, at that, video games. That one has things that you just have to look up on guides how to get past. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like you, you <laughs> couldn't so. you couldn't work out how to progress unless you looked it up. Like it just, mm. you, you wouldn't. You, I'm not saying no one has. Some people probably were lucky enough to do it, but like unless you happen to do the thing that was the right thing mm. to do, you wouldn't be able. You to have to just. Out. You have to, it's much like like so many, um, you get it a lot in video games and tabletop games where things are a lot easier if you just happen to have the same like mental wavelength as the designer. <laughs> and if you happen to not, then everything is a nightmare because, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure there is some person out there who played like an old Sierra adventure game and is like, well, obviously that was the right thing to do. I was supposed to steal the fish so that I can give it to the cat so that they and they would then knock the flower off the uh, the thing two screens over, I'm gonna be so that I was able always, to. It's, it's obvious you haven't played the Sierra action, like adventure game because that is making too much sense. Yeah, I was actually, I was actually, thinking, I was saying it. I was trying to do a logical. It's of cause... course, I needed to get the fish so I could rub the bottom of the wooden chair so it wouldn't squeak yeah. and alert the parrot yeah, that yeah. knows only one racist slur yeah, to yeah, upset yeah. the grandmother, yeah. who then stops playing the piano to stop, you know, so she can start yeah. cooking her tarantula. You, you are wholly right. As soon as I started doing that, I realized that <laughs> you I were was making. Too much I sense. was clinging too much to logic, mm. and it wasn't pure Sierra Moon logic. But I'm sure there's someone out there who played those games and was like, "Well, yeah, obviously you rub the fish on the chair. That makes sense, you know." Mm. But I'm sure there's someone out there fish who worked chair. on who worked on that wavelength, and they're probably locked up for their and everyone else's safety at this point. But you know, there is someone out there that yeah, has the person that. who designed it, who was in between, you know, like instead of like. I don't know why I was going to say, instead of eating the mints off their pillows in the hotel, they ate the pillows and then did a line of cocaine. For a second, I heard mints, not mints. Oh, so no, did I. Like, yeah. min- so did I. Mint beef or mint meat. And I was like, why <laughs> would you have mint meat on your pillow? Because it's you? welcoming you to the hotel. Because, because you're in a Sierra adventure game and the protagonist <laughs> has been through that area and they've tried rubbing yeah. everything on everything. Yeah, this is like that kind of like weird greasy kind of after thing on the pillows and you're like, nah. it must be a fucking, my cocaine's going to stick to that. It must be a fucking nightmare to live inside a, a Sierra adventure game because some Burke just bursts into your house and then tries and ru- walks up to your radiator because it's an interactive item and then There's rubs a cat, a leak... The, the Declaration of Independence, and then their own face on it. Then looks at you. Then looks at you. You say the three things that you can say, and then they just leave while rag. stealing your cutlery. Yeah. <laughs> only your spoons, though, because that was the only one that they could pick up yeah. for reasons that make no sense to you, but do to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you get hit by a fucking bus, and it's game over anyway. <laughs> and then they and then they accidentally tread on uh, a, a patch of floor that you couldn't notice was there unless you had specifically clicked on it, and then they die at the bottom of the stairs. Yep. So you have played a Sierra event. <laughs> exactly. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Anyway, me in group we're talking about Zelda, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Snipe. You were saying, I'm sure, a relevant point. Oh, I can't remember. Like someone, a friend of ours asked me how I was the other day, and I was like, "I'm fine." Like, like uh, I'm fine. Uh, Wibs rubbed a brick on me, so I'm feeling pretty good. And they were like, "I'm puzzling to try and figure this out," but also I'm not surprised. And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> you see, I know what you're referencing there. It's an old stand-up routine. I can't actually remember who it was Russell by. Howard. He was like, he was like, he was talking about the dog whisperer and how it's like the people in that 
show are so fucking stupid that like the dog whisperer goes in and they're like, mate, my dog's a fucking prick. It's just barking all. I've tried shouting at. I've tried rubbing it with a brick. Nothing's done. It's just not helping. And it's like, yeah, yeah. that's just kind of stuck with me of like. As a turn of phrase. As a turn of phrase. Yeah. I think I said that about a self-service machine to mm. a, uh, a minimum wage worker once, and I felt very bad because they might have been puzzling about that for the rest of the day. And it's <laughs> so, like, for the rest like, of their life, they sometimes then go, what? what did they mean <laughs> by rubbing it with a I brick? I literally I've tried everything. I've tried shouting it. I've tried rubbing it with a brick, and they were like, ah. Yeah. Mm. And then they put their store login in, and I'm like, well, that I, I made that all <laughs> They pressed the panic button under my feet. Just hammering the panic button. The mm. security guards come over. Like, like, ma'am, do you have any bricks on you? It's like, no, I rubbed them all on the self-checkout machine, obviously. Oh, I could. Dickhead. And then, you know, they yeah. make me queen of uh, the store. Yeah. Yeah. Zelda. No one cares. <laughs> I want to talk about bricks. <laughs> Look, I know we don't we don't have a huge list of things to talk about today, but we don't have to lampshade it. Okay, but like, I don't mean to do this. <laughs> yeah, Zelda, I'm sure will be good. I will report back maybe next time if I've had a chance to play some of it. Okie dokie. Um, I've watched a thing as well. What did you watch? We Was watched... it pornography? It, not the thing that I'm going to talk about. Um, um, okay. Okay, it took me a minute to realise what the... I just said. Fourth and probably final season of Succession. Ah, yes. I've heard it ends like Dark Souls. No okay. spoilers, that's just what I've heard. I don't know how Dark Souls ends, so maybe? You spend you spend three you hours learning how to parry a dead king. Yep. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it sounds... Yeah, yeah the, the, the literally, yeah. they stop, they look at the camera, and they go, you, learn how to parry, otherwise you'll never know how this ends. And drama Matt had to learn how to parry. Yeah, which was interesting because they're doing. I sat on the sofa watching telly. I was like, "What am yeah. I parrying?" But it kept the the, the 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 show just kept stopped playing. I was like, "But yeah. there was, you have to parry the narrative blows of the plot." Yeah, yeah. It was the woke mind virus. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered that was a thing and how fucking hysterical yeah. it was and how silly it is. <laughs> Maybe it was sexy, like genital. Like radiation. Have you heard about that? If you look at a dude's donger, then all <laughs> the genitals. No, it's you look. Say if you're you're a dude and you look at a dude's another dude's genitals, that like the light bounces off his genitals and turns into gay radiation, so it makes you gay through your eyes. You may be talking to the wrong bloke. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, only because because this is bleeding edge science, and it's what the lizard people don't yeah. want you to know. <laughs> Have you not heard of this? I I I I, I am aware of the concept uh, because that again I believe comes from a stand-up. I don't from know like if it does. Fifteen years ago, no, I'm not sure if it I, does. I'm, I'm fairly sure it comes from a stand-up Ooh, routine. No, I couldn't tell you where from. From Succession. Yeah, I like my version of Succession better, where they just flash balls at you, and the and the ball radiation makes you gay through your eyes. Yeah, it's like Fight Club. Um, yeah. Written by a gay man, uh, directed by a, a woman, and fetishized by absolute dumb shit boys like Andrew Tate. Who, if you told them it was written by a gay man, they'd probably do that Ace Ventura ah, scene it, it, that it, was really cringy. Fight Club's like many, many works of fiction. Uh, it is a thing destined for people to misunderstand. Yeah, 
I know. I just I'm, I've been feeling really <laughs> like angry. Warhammer forty thousand. Oh well, that's that's fine. Just don't say that women should be in it, and then you'll be. Yeah, okay. no. But no, I, I I can you tell I've been struggling with how horrible the world is. Happy Pride Month, by the way. Yeah, um, happy Pride. Yeah, yeah. We are here. We are queer, and you know I will engineer a fucking robot to come and punch you in the dick if you're a transphobic prick. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Happy Pride Month, everyone. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Succession! It's the Dark yeah. Souls of video games. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's... Yeah, apart from it's not, because it's not... It's not hard. I was trying to make some sort of comparison, and the main, most famous thing with Dark Souls is it's hard, and Succession is not hard. It's easy to watch, in that it make, you finish an episode, you're like, well, I need to watch more of this. And I think, I can't remember okay. if I've mentioned it after the first few series um, on here, but it's one of those shows where every single character is a prick, Mm. And you're not rooting for any of them because they're mm-hmm. all awful to varying degrees for various reasons. But it's somehow compelling to watch. And you're and not on any used... of their sides. Yeah. But, and they're all awful people. And they're all doing the thing for the horrendous, like, awful motivation. They just want more money. Mm-hmm. And they're all awful to each other. And they're all awful to everyone. And it shows, it highlights how terrible the world is. And yet it's still somehow compelling to watch. I, I have heard that in fairness. That yeah, is, uh... it's... Yeah, it's it, it's not you know you get some shows that that have rich people in and it's kind of glorifying it or at least hmm. it's saying that well maybe these people are just normal people but this makes no attempt to do that it's like these people are not normal people that no one should <laughs> be like this this is not okay um, these are absolutely weird gremlins of humans yeah. and you should not want to be like and them. like they're awful they should definitely jobs, not be put in charge of humans no they shouldn't be in charge of anything and yet somehow mm-hmm. they are in charge of absolutely everything it's highlighted how mad the um american electoral system is though oh yeah with the whole like the media just calling the winner and then it's expected that the loser who isn't called then concedes so the one who's called won but it's like they haven't counted anything or done or finished what how is this we were watching it the whole way we're like well it doesn't matter like because the the gist of it for those who don't know is that succession is about there's a, a, a it's basically rupert murdoch but not who owns mm. like a big it's media? It's Rupert Schmurdoch, yeah, exactly. which I'm pretty sure that's and the exact that's same joke I made last time. Show, yeah, um, yeah. And he's got three kids. Well, he's got four kids, but for one week, for whatever reason, one of them doesn't seem to count in this whole succession thing. And mm. it's basically, the whole show is about which kid's going to take over it when he when he retire when um, Logan, the 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 dada, patriarch, whatever you want to call him, dies mm. or um, retires King or is bitch. old. Mm. yeah um and that's the gist of it and um so it's a media company so they're like the one of the big storylines going through season four is that it's u.s election and it's like a um far the republican candidate is like a far right i think he's a proud boy or was is linked to them somehow like really really far right yeah and the the other one is like i don't know relatively normal democrat so still pretty right but like in the comparison of things yeah you know um, not as much of a yeah, fascist not as you could have been yeah. um yeah um and it's like it's making such a big deal about who like who they co- they call through, throughout that thing and we was like okay well it's just who they're predicting to win so it's sort of like yeah it, they'll put their stake on it and they'll be a bit embarrassed if they get it wrong but whatever and then the more you like like people are putting far too much like stake on this and we're really leading up on it we're like no basically when the news media calls the election that's basically who wins and then they might continue to count the votes and then that might end up going back through court but the gist of it is 
from what we can manage to understand, and we did a bit of reading around it to try and work out, is basically whoever the media called to win the election wins the election somehow. And I have no idea why that's a thing. <laughs> and it makes no sense. But seemingly that's just how it is, because that's how it always used to be back in the day before they had, like, before, you know, when it's such a big country and they're trying to count votes from so many different places. Mm. And, it like, really, there seem to be no... There's no central government agency that controls how the voting works. Each state kind of leaves it up to themselves mm. and they need to collaborate things. And basically, the, no one wanted to like be a general organiser of comparing all the results from different states. So the media started doing it because there was no one else. And it's like, yeah, it's like they've managed to privatise elections to be in charge of the media. It's like, it's such, it's, you, you, you know, it's, it's peak America. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, it's you not could surprising, never... but it's still like, what? Never <laughs> doubt America's capacity to find ways to privatise sure, things. Just Don't caveat, get me wrong, we do it here as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah and capitalism know, is a, but, but not quite to the peak efficiency. Is Amer- and don't get me wrong, if you're an American and you're listening to this, I'm sure that you in particular are lovely, and I'm not even joking at that, because you've managed well, no, to reach well, outside seriously, your... Weird the, the difference bubble, between but... the difference between the government of, of a country and the people are literally yeah. night and fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. day. So when if I'm, we're, if when we're I'm... criticizing America and its government, we're not criticizing you as an American individual. Yeah, absolutely. Unless you vote for like DeSantis, you know, which in <laughs> which case, Jesus fucking Christ, look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> fuck off and eat shit. Yeah. is my official stance. <laughs> yeah, and if you have to be like, well, why? Then oh my fucking god, educate yourself. Literally spend two minutes just doing that. Uh, it's not a bad thing to do that regardless of your political stance anyway always mm. always be educating yourself there's always new things popping up so, <laughs> when in yeah. doubt don't doubt for uh, don't vote for a fascist yeah really and like oh, wait, america is depressingly the poster child for capitalism mm. so and you know. isn't it working out great it's great yeah, so cool but if, but how can you be mad at it when it gives you shows like succession <laughs> That literally is sitting there going, this is what's happening, you idiots. And people are going, oh, I'm so glad. Finally, an apolitical fucking TV program for me to enjoy. (laughs) Ah, it's the whole thing of, uh, you know. Well, it's it's um, people don't know the the meanings of words. It's like, literally, I'm not even going to... There's a person I know who is like, I'm I I stand for freedom. I do all this. I do this, but also certain people shouldn't be allowed to breed. Lol, trans people. That's hilarious. Gay people. Uh, I guess they're okay and they should be alive. And it's like you're a fascist. Like you like even if you like I don't I do not believe this person actively identifies as a fascist because people don't know what fascistic like politics are. People just hear fascist and go. I'm not Adolf Hitler. They don't know mm. the actual, like, no, fascism is control. It is, yeah, you know how they're like, in Florida, they're like, we're going to kidnap your fucking children if you or them have gender-affirming care. Yeah. That's fascism. Like, like putting children in cages. Like, like that. That's that's the most horrifying fucking thing. And it's like, you... It's, it's it's literally just, there's a word that I use that I don't know the meaning of, but it's when I don't like something. Oh, that's woke. That's political. Do you, you like, they are not being used either in good faith, and they are not being used as the actual words that mean shit. And that is so fucking infuriating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was having a so, chat to this about someone about this on the work... Um, like social media internal social media thing and they were moaning about oh, something God. woke. I was like, but 
Woke just means like being vaguely conscious about other people like being disadvantaged and Before trying to make things a bit woke, better. And he's like, well, that's called... not how people. That's not what people use the word work to mean. It's like, no, that's not what you use the word word work woke to yeah. mean. That doesn't mean it's changed its meaning just the... because you don't understand and you're di- apparently a dick. Literally, <laughs> you trip over people who will call you woke for just going. Oh, that's that's not a very nice joke to make. And they'll be like, oh, because it's woke is the new political correctness gone yeah. mad. Yeah. Which which at the time, that was just a thing you said as well, because, oh, but I wanted to say a race racial slur because that's what I think is funny because I'm not systemically oppressed and I don't understand the weight that word has. Woke is so, it. So, you know, I, I feel like I am personally entitled to everything because I've been so privileged, which is another word that, that a lot of people just like to, you know... Oh, yeah, they're using the word privilege. It's like, yeah, well, maybe if you actually fucking looked it up in the dictionary and you'd understand it in relation to what we're fucking talking about instead of just going, ah, buzzword dislike. It's, it's woke. Well, it's, it's just because it's... Um, the Woke is the new um, social justice warrior cancel culture. The new woke political correctness. Like. The new uh, bleeding heart liberal. It's just a way to suggest that people who you disagree with, uh, who are to the left uh, left of you, do like are not sincere in what they believe. That it is um, purely an ideological thing to an end. That they don't believe the things they say. They are just trying to achieve an end. Um, which a lot of people do because that is how they approach politics. So they, it is all projection. Talking about American politics, mm. yeah. But yeah, like, can, like, I, I, I was talking to my therapist about this today, and she was like, "Bruh," yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. But so, we should, oh, we should probably move. We're not, but, but like, yeah. let's let's not talk about because it, it is heavy and it is depressing, and the world is an absolutely fucking horrifying mess right now. So I'm gonna try and like, we're gonna try and make it. A lot more positive, and I'm gonna probably make a joke about dicks or something. You know, the old snipe razzle dazzle. <laughs> the riz, yeah. the riz, as the kids are calling it. I was telling you this the other day. I'm very down and hip and with it. Ah, good, good. This is like when you in, when you kept telling me that no cap was a saying, and I was like, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, no cap. And I was yeah. like, well, I I know that's a thing that's I'm never going to uh, use or hear. So okay, drama Matt, you have kids. They're like no cap for real, for real, right? Um, Straight up bussing. I am making anyone who was born like after the twin towers were taken down <laughs> cringe so bitterly. <laughs> It should be noted that even when I was like a teenager, I did not speak like a teenager. So yeah, you you well, sounded guess... like how you sound since you were about I'm gonna guess six. I was told by my teacher when I was eleven years old that I had the pent up cynicism of a forty five year old investment banker. This person was in in a position of authority over you. Yes, I was. <laughs> This is what I, this is what my parents were told on parents' evening. <laughs> my, do you know what my parents were told on parents' evening? Your child is satanic. There is something fucking wrong with her. And I'm like, high five. Yeah. <laughs> no, the thing is, like, like for all my faults that my father has, which is literally everything, he's the scum of the earth, and I hate him. He had one thing where he was, he was just like, I spoke to all of your teachers at that private school, and and. Everyone was like, yeah, she's nice, but, like, 
what the fuck is wrong with your kid? <laughs> and then there was one who was like, I'm going to expel your daughter, which is why I left school early, because I didn't want an expulsion on my permanent record. You know that thing that doesn't fucking matter, yeah. has never fucking mattered. I was, it reminds me, I was oddly, <laughs> uh, I, I did have an odd degree of pride when um, I, my, my uh, reports, it happened when I went to college and like my, uh, the, you know, the yearly report uh, you get. Um, and I upgraded from easily distracted to distracts others, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, oh, I've got better at it." I'm not like trying to one up you, but like, like mine has like my report cards always said easily distracted, very easy to distract, and is a disruptive influence. Like to the point where teachers would come in and honey, rearrange the seating. Honey, you didn't have to tell me that. You you are being a disruptive influence <laughs> no, right now on the you, podcast. No, we know. Draw Matt, tell him off. Tell him off. Get yeah, a word in. Off. In my section. Nah. Yeah, I know. That's, I'm, <laughs> I'm standing up for you, Matt. I've always supported you. <laughs> Matt, please talk about something um, that is on, on, on Let us know if you want to hear more about my fucking report cards from school. <laughs> um, yeah, so I can, can't really tell exactly why I enjoyed Succession Season 4, because it's the last season and obviously all manner of twists and happenings occur. So, but I enjoyed the ending. Um, I think mm. some people mm. have enjoyed it. Some people are a little bit hit or miss on it, but I, I yeah. enjoyed it. Um, it's well, always I mean, hard I'm to end you these sort it. of big ambitious series, and a mm. lot of ones naming least, new names completely cock at, up the landing. At, at and, least it didn't end during a writer's strike. Well, mm. like, like, because obviously it, it wasn't was, it was made written, during it was yeah, written, it was, right, yeah. yeah, written, yeah. Oh my god, they literally okay. So for an interview, okay, I swear to God, this is on topic. Um, I'm not getting distracted easily and distracting others, mm. um, which teachers, hello, ADHD was okay. a thing back then. Anyway, um, Pedro Pascal did an interview where they hooked him up to a lie detector and asked him if he thought that Game of Thrones ended well. And he just, he like, you know that like thing where you kind of pinch your mouth shut and your eyes go wide <laughs> as fucking saucers? So you're like, oh, fuck. Full on deer in the headlights. Yeah, he was like, um... Do I have to answer that? It's a good job they didn't have one of those uh, one of those sensors that they shove up your ass for those. They don't shove them up your ass. You sit on a pad, you dweeb. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was I've just been like doing that horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, you've been. It's like rolling up a mouse mat and just <laughs> popping it right up your fucking ass. Oh, you seem to be stressed. I guess you're a lying liar who lies all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have wetsuit material so far up my fucking ass. It's tickling my fucking molars. Why am I defending Pedro Pascal so much in this fucking interview thing? It was cute though. Yeah. Also, seeing like um, they did they, they did another one. Just let me do one more, one more thing. Like I'm trying to let Drummer Matt talk, and you won't let me. Mm, okay, so, sounds like the opposite is happening. No, Trixie Mattel did one, and it was really funny because uh, like drag queens are supposed to have quite biting humor, and she didn't lie once, and it was kind of like and when someone uh, <laughs> when someone's whole shtick is extreme candor uh, a lie detector doesn't really work yeah I think they figured that out but yeah sorry drama Matt I'm really sorry Matt like he won't let you talk no, I, so I, I, I will I'm, listen I think, I think I'm done um, okay yeah. okay that's cool about you, succession uh, with your section in the podcast or with the podcast in general or, um, or just us three out of the four above Please say that we can still be friends. <laughs> no, only, only two of the above. I've finished oh, with Succession okay, and I've finished with... I enjoyed it. Did I say that? I liked the ending. Yes. And I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, that's yeah. me done. Oh, yeah, I'm glad. Nice. I'm glad. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed Succession, not that you're shutting up. <laughs> yes. Finally! Yeah, can't get a fucking word in with this fucking yak, Snipers. yak, yak. Trixie Mattel. I think it's that's actually not me. Sec- I think it's nope. your yeah, section it is. now. 
So no, no it's not, is it? Yeah, yes. so now oh, you have to say things. Fuck. Oh, I don't feel like it now. I got all my talking <laughs> out with uh, you guys. Okay, okay, listen up, all you motherfuckers. I, okay, I did have a moment where I zoned out there, but that's because I was looking at my my phone, my notes, and then I realized I had my pictures like open, and I was like, huh, I do have honey, a lot of pictures. Okay, stay on topic. Okay, stay on topic. okay. I've played some video games. You have? Yeah. Nice. I played Bolt Gun. Which the is new Warhammer 40,000? Warhammer 40,000 video game mm. from Auroc huh. Digital. And they very kindly sent us a code. Which we already had it pre-ordered for our by our friend Longfang, so we were like, "Sorry, we already have one. Can we give it away during a stream of playing Bolt Gun?" Like giving away the code. Yeah, giving away the code, and they were like, "Absolutely, here's two more like free codes." So we had a couple of really fun streams where we gave away a few codes. It was really cool. Um, I really like that game. It's like a two point five D shooter. Um, where you play as a beaky ultramarine and you go and do big shooty bangs and it's a lot of fun. And it has weird alien cactuses in it. It does. Yeah. And ambles. And ambles. Which like, one's ambles? Uh, they're like the big, like, bug mouth dudes. They're, they're big scary. Uh, there were a, a, a rogue trader alien that got reintroduced into Blackstone Fortress a few years ago. Huh. Yeah. Okay, nice. I, also, what I said was true as well. A uh, sassy um, nurgling with the the helmet he's is in also there. in it as well. He's in mm, there, nice. and like you get a bunch of Sinchian kind of like um, uh, like uh, demons and stuff to fight, and you also get a bunch of nurgling like nurgle things to fight, mm. and it's like that's really cool having a mix mm. as opposed to just you know sticking with one chaos god as as they usually do. It's mm. like it's it's fun. It's got a lot of bunch of little kind of like oh, it's it's very pretty. It's very fun. You can turn off, like, the pixelized kind of look, and it's like, why? <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess, like, for maybe as, like, an accessibility thing, it might make people feel a bit ill or something, or whatever. Well, it's because it has a... a, a, a t- to make it look more like, say, Doom or Duke Nukem running at a low resolution, it has a, a faux pixelization filter over it. Um, but you can just reduce it so it's, like, pixel perfect, the 3D rendered parts. Because the, the the sprite art is still going to be pixelated because it's sprite art yeah. for the 2.5D, like, enemies and stuff. Mm. Uh, but it just makes, like, the scenery be, like, sharp. Yeah. But no, um, gunplay is good. The weapons feel real good. The weapons and the enemies have, like, strength and, like, toughness. So, like, like, oh, the shotgun's, like, strength three, and then, like, you know, you go fight, like, um, a Chaos Terminator, and it's like, oh, no, this is toughness, fuck your stupid little piddly shotgun, maybe you should use a... <laughs> any other a, weapon. Any other weapon, like a plasma cannon, or a plasma mm. gun, and I'm like, no. And then you wonder why it takes you so long to kill things. But it's satisfying. <laughs> and I don't have to use plasma, like, gun. There's like also gun. a button dedicated to yelling, um, like, threats taunting. and taunts, um... Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like does, does, it just, do any, it, does it do anything, or is it just for your satisfaction? It makes you feel good, drummer man. <laughs> it, it just allows you to point at nurglings and say, "You shall, you, you, you shall be purged, filth." <laughs> just like, stuff like that. You're a very naughty boy, yeah. and they're like, oh, no. but yeah, very fun. Um, also, uh, it uses um, D Rock's music in it. You know, the the band that was on Warhammer Records. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you, yeah, and there's like if if you leave it on the pause menu for long, like D Rock starts playing, 
And also, if you leave like the like you know it unpaused after like a little while, the guy you're playing as takes out like the um, Codex Astartes. Codex Astartes and just starts like like thumbing through it, mm. which is just like that's just so many fun little touches. You can tell like that you know that it was made with love of two point five D shooters and like 40k and it's just, it's a beautiful combination of the two it also does something that i feel um a lot of 40k video games uh i think nearly all of them uh kind of forget which is that warhammer 40,000 is inherently incredibly silly and you can just be funny with it mm-hmm. um and it it sort of leans more on sort of relishing in the silly over the topness than trying to make it like this very very serious thing, like a lot of forty k games do, and I think it is all the Which better is for fine. it. You it's fine the, to you do the, the big stuff. serious one. Yeah, it's fine to do that, but when everything is that, I think I think it's the a, world is the world is richer for being able to do like a wide range of things with the setting rather than always doing the same thing that sounds and looks the same. Yeah, no, fully. But no, I think that it's a fantastic game. If you're a fan of those, you'll absolutely enjoy it. Can recommend. It does seem like it may. Like, I've heard this. This it from, goes on a bit long. Yeah, from a, more, from a few sources because you haven't finished the game yet. No, I got past the first like episode basically because it's doing like an episodic thing, like the older. Yeah, I think you're about halfway through the complete yeah. game, which is fine. But like, like I can complete a full like run, not a full run of Quake with like all the four episodes, but I could do that in like a few hours. Um, you know, if I if I'm like properly going at it and i appreciate how you know a lot of games try and get as much gameplay out of like as they can but for for games like that it is it does feel a bit much because it's supposed to be about like 10 hours long and i'm like that's a bit long yeah I, i can feel like where you are in the game now you're already sort of hitting the end at which the game is not showing you that much more new. Although saying that, you do have more weapons that you haven't unlocked yet. So yeah. maybe those will really... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like honestly, I've, I've been really enjoying what I've been playing. And if the only problem I have is that it's a little too long, then I'm fully like okay mm. with that. There, be, there being too much game is, is, in the grand scheme of things, not the worst thing a game can, can do. Yeah, exactly. And frankly, I would, I, I, I really want them to just do more of them. Um, where say you are not fighting chaos, so you can say have one where you're fighting, fighting orcs. Like, I want to fight Tau or Gene Steeler cults, yeah. or just Tyranids in general. Like, well, I mean, Space mm. Marine Two is like having has a lot of Tyranid enemies, and they, they look so cute, little sharp puppies. I do wonder if Space Marine Two is going to do the thing that a lot of the big budget. Um, Warhammer 40k things have done, which is, oh, hey, here's the big enemy, which will be orcs or, or tyranids or whatever, but then secretly it's actually chaos. I wonder if they're going to do that again. Yeah. I hope they don't. I hope they just stick I with the tyranids. I hope not. I'd like, just, just make me... Just basically sit there and go, punch a Khan effects, and I'll be like, yeah, this is for your bullshit kit for just being awful. The Khan effects kit is horrible. It's so bad. But it's, the Khan effects are so cool, but the kit is so awful. Uh, but yeah, having fun with having a lot of fun with Bolgan. I need to get back on that. Honestly, mm. um, another game I've been playing is Far Cry Six. You remember I was bitching about Far Cry Five before, mm. and how it's fixation on like the fucking psychotic like Alex Jones dude really put me off. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Far Cry Six because um, it helps me live out my fantasy of toppling a fascist regime while beating three like older people at dominoes. Yeah, I literally okay. There's a there's a domino mini game in it. 
And I was playing it because you, like, at the beginner's thing, every time you win, you get, like, 100 pesos. And I was I needed the money so I could buy equipment. So I was sitting there playing dominoes. And Whip comes in up behind me and whispers in my ear, how much did our graphics card cost? And I was like, I wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking, like, sir. <laughs> sir. Um, piss me off. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have a retort either. Um, it should be noted. Yeah, also, like, I was rendering, like, Jorge's face as I was fucking dominating him at, like, fucking mm. dominoes. Anyway, um... I will say, it, it from what... Because, I mean, I, the game seems utterly perplexing to me as a third-party observer. I know, you literally... Because I was... I, I will get to Shisharon. I will get to him. Yeah, because there's all because like uh, I I will look up one time and it's doing this very self serious like, um, like um, they censored revo- the internet revolutionary um sort of story of people trying to take down a fascist regime and the um the the violence uh, that is um necessary in order to do such a thing uh, and and how fucked up those things can be and then the next time i look up uh, you you're uh, climbing to the top of a mountain because a self-help guru told told you that you had to go and sit in an eagle's nest and think about the world for a while yeah. and then told you that you need that you need to never jump stop off killing it, that you uh, <laughs> you must never stop killing because the moment you stop killing your chi will be completely out well, no, that and like I will be absolutely racked with crippling PTSD. Yeah. So uh, I can, it, and like this, the same uh, self help guru said that my chakras and my aura were off. So uh, <laughs> I needed to kill five enemies while whispering affirmations yeah. to them. So I like, I, I knifed this person in a stealth kill and my character goes, Thank you for being you! <laughs> and I'm like, I will say the this pro- is so fucked. The protagonist did um, what is the single most relatable thing a character has ever done since um, since the couple of characters in Saints Row the Third start singing along to a sublime song, <laughs> which is every now and again I've heard her humming under her, her breath. She Bella sing- Chow. Yeah, no, like it literally starts out mm. with because okay, so, uh, I will I will say it. Um, uh, it starts off in like um, it's like random South America kind of area, and the fictional country of Yara, which is currently under dictator rule for, by Giancarlo Esposito, who is Italian and cannot really speak Spanish, and it's really fucking obvious. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hola, muchachos, estoy muy." <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just, it's not fantastic. Um, but good on him for trying. And you basically, you, you can pick a male or female character, which is nice for a change. And I can't believe they made it political. Um, but like, it's really nice to, because in Far Cry 5, you could pick a woman to play as or a femme. Um, but they never spoke ever. And that was really fucking, ugh, whatever. Um, but in Far Cry 6, you, like, your character is fully voiced, they have a personality, and I love female Danny. she's absolutely awesome, um, and basically you're, like, gonna hop on a boat and get out of Yada, um, because obviously, you know, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, shit, I've just been re- inwardly referring to him as, like, Giancarlo Esposito, <laughs> um, <laughs> Shit, I can't remember. It does not matter. Cario. 
Gadio. Um, and he's like, oh yes, we have to, like, like only a true Yaren, because that's, you know, um, it's like, there's a lot of the people, I would say there's a good few people involved in the writing of the story who actually know what fascism is, which is a good feeling when you're just fucking massacring an entire base full of them. Apparently, I've uh, heard. Apparently the PR team have said uh, it's not uh, political. that it's not political. And I have seen Literally, enough of that game fir- to know the first, it is. The first proper, <laughs> like, the, the first proper mission... You're, you're like scouting, like, because the whole thing of like, um, Carillo has, um, gotten rich and has, was basically democratically elected. There's a lot of dictators, dictators have been. Have been yeah. Um, because, uh, guess what? Uh, people can lie. Yeah. And charismatic people are really good at that. Um, so Carillo gets, um, you know, appointed and then he basically turns everything into a fascist regime. There's, there's a chemical that he makes. That is like I think it, it said that it can cure cancer, but the actual production of the chemical it causes all these other horrifying yeah. like sicknesses and stuff. So uh, as a guerrilla, you you and the other guerrillas are going to basically cause as much bullshit, blow up these places, free free the people he's basically enslaved to work there, and as like the first like um, viviro they call it um, like plant you're looking over. The guy you're with doesn't like you because he was like romantically involved with a friend of yours who dies mm. in like the opening, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, we used to sing a song before we'd do stuff like this before we'd go in, and it would kind of pump us up." Mm. And Danny's like, "Okay, well, hit me. What song is it? We'll do it." Mm. You know? And he starts singing Bella Ciao, which, if you don't know, is a revolutionary song, an it anti-fascist is, um, song. It's it's an Italian song uh, that is, um, you know, it ha- it is uh, sung as an anti-fascist anthem, basically. Yeah. And it's a great song. Uh, you should listen to it if you want a re- really good. It, if you want um, an interesting uh, English language version, because obviously an Italian song. Uh, Chumbawamba do their own version because of it because they're an anarchist <laughs> collective. Yes. Um, Fucking hell, that that shook me when I found that out. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Chumbawamba are, are, however cool you think the band Chumbawamba are, They're they are cooler. they are like a hundred percent cooler than you think they yeah, are, unless yeah. you already know about them. Yeah, in um, which case, maybe you might yeah. think they're cooler now. Um, but uh, but there's also uh, if you want a Scar version, which um, you was, will not be surprised uh, to know that I know who does that. There's a band called Talco uh, that do a really good. Um, How do you spell that? T A L C O. Yes. Okay. It is one hundred percent. Because it sounded like you were saying towel co, T O W E L C O. Okay. But yeah. Um. So yeah, this completely apolitical game, um, has you just humming mm. Bella Ciao. Uh, Bella Ciao. It also should be noted as a fucking banger. It fucking um, whips dick. That song yeah. is incredible. Like intent in aside. A while afterwards. It's mm. brilliant. And like going around and just like, I, I don't care much for Far Cry stories as a rule. You, now you've got it stuck. You're humming yeah. Bella Chow. <laughs> but yeah. And I've like cleared all the outposts. I've done all of the like, because um, you have like anti-aircraft sites that you go and have to explode. Just just really cool Gaudia shit. Um, you get, um, it's you don't have upgrades to your person like you do in other Far Cry games. You have statted gear which you unlock either from, like, liberating an outpost and then, because there's, like, a salesman there that you can buy, like, gear from. Mm. Or you can just find it in, in 
caches or like crates throughout the mm. uh, the world, which is huge. Yara is big, and it's very very beautiful. And you can ride horses in this. Yeah. Quick question: How yeah. do you how do you feel about the change from like um, permanent upgrades to your character to being um, equipment uh, slots that you swap out? Because that is in terms of, in terms of your character's progression, that is a fairly hefty change. It is. It is quite quite a different change. But I mean, I don't think I utilize it as much as I could. Um, because what I've done is I've just found gear that works with my playstyle and I just don't ever change it. Mm. Um, there, there is stuff like, because you can tell that they mean for you to alternate and swap out your loadouts because they, I mean, they have multiple loadout slots and stuff, but you get like, you get flamethrower enemies and you get enemies that shoot Viviro at you, which basically kind of fucks with your vision and makes you go, it's like confusion ray. Mm. Um, and you can put on stuff that means that you have a resistance to Viviro or you've got greater fire or explosion resistance. I love to put on my explosion resistant trousers. Yeah, <laughs> and, and shoes. Mm. Um, Not t-shirt though. Not t-shirt. You, there, there are, but like, I have one where it's like I have like some boots that um, my crouching speed is as fast as my walking speed, which <laughs> is... You've seen how lethal I can be in that I, video game. I, I, I'm having an image there of someone like just, They're just like duck tearing ass across across like the scenery, but in this like weird crouch. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's the, literally what yeah, it's like, and it. it's it's so useful. There's other ones where it's like it reduces movement, Cossack speed. dancing at speed. Yeah, basically, or like you know if like because when an enemy spots you, there's a certain like um like grace period where they are kind of figuring out what you are mm. and that's kind of portrayed as like a, a bar that expands on the top of your uh hud so if it reach if it fills up then they have actively spotted you you have been discovered they are going to like like move to fucking take you down mm. um so there's like um i think it's it, it, it's a piece of clothing that you can have where um they're less it takes longer for them to detect you and stuff like that and uh there's one or two of them that give abilities that were originally uh permanent upgrades like um there's one i can't remember it's like 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 a disrespect or something where you take a a, an enemy out with a melee and you right click and you pull out their handgun and shoot another enemy okay which is it's just cool i mean you you just get chain um takedowns as standard which I I love those. Like that was one of the first things I got in Far Cry Three because it, like, literally just running up and just like stab. Oh, next one. Oh, next. And then you just hold the yeah. direction where the enemy is, and it will like kind of go to them. Kind of like the uh, the the, the uh, chainsaw takedowns in Bolt Gun. Yeah, very much so. And like, so I appreciate it is a big change, but I don't I don't utilize. I've literally just got gear that I'm comfortable with. That's what I'm doing. Shock horror! You you have specked out to be the uh, to be a sniping character. <sighs> I'm a sniping character who is I don't know. I mean, you've seen me play, you've seen me take down a bunch of outposts. You, you play primarily as a, uh, a as a um, a sniper who. Um, well, so my, uh, you know, you try and take down everything stealth, and you do it via a combination of sneaking up behind people and throttling them to death. Oh, I knife them, giving them aggressive chiropractic. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to make you look left really hard. Um, I saw a bird. <laughs> uh, and uh, and sniping. Yes, um, it's sort of. Yeah. It's it's a nice it's a nice kind of thing. 
the AI in this with the um with the enemies is I noticed immediately it had been given a buff, which was a little bit of a difficult adjustment phase, <laughs> uh, but was was good and fun. Um, I'm getting they have uh, restricted zones now, so like they have like checkpoints where I've never driven through one. I've only ever gone through them on horses. <laughs> but if you drive through them a bit too far, they spike you. Like they they put up the spikes and mm. they shred your tires and fucking mayhem breaks loose. Um, but you you capture these. Uh, places and that unlocks kind of like new things because you talk to other good years and they're like oh yeah there's an anti-aircraft site like down the road or yeah uh there's there's a an ambush like a bunch of gorillas are, are trying to steal a crate from the soldados um because there's frequent airdrops uh like um in far cry new dawn mm. um and it's basically once it lands, there will be like a couple of enemies spawned to mm. try and quote unquote capture it, and you just need to take them out, and then you take it down. They also have a notoriety bar, so um, I got completely bushwhacked. I lived, I'm proud to say, but it's like the entire map is set up into like segments, so everyone has like you know, there's a bunch of like big fascist baddies that mm. have their own like 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 their, their own like um. What do you call it? County or something like that. Uh, like, like their own segment of the island is theirs. And then there's Kadios. Five them. Yeah. And the, the, they have like a difficulty rating. Mm. And once I, I did a certain story mission and it was like, oh, Kadios, like really mad at you now. And it zoomed out at the map and just bumped up all the difficulty ratings on everything. Oh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's so fucking cool. But then there's one aircraft site, uh, anti aircraft site that's on an island, like just like. Like if, like five kilometers like north of the main like Korea's like um like bad guy palace. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll go, I'll go capture that. So I take a boat out. The moment I go, I start climbing up the cliff to get there. It's a big thing comes up on my screen. It's like fight or run. And I'm like, fuck, what have I done? It's like the special forces know you're here and they are actively hunting you. And I'm like. Because they do have special forces, which is, just, you know, like, they've got more health, they've got better eye, their bullets do more damage, they're douchier. <laughs> and, like, I was like, oh, fuck this. I can't stealth take out, like, an entire, like... Um... Special forces squad. I mean, I could. It's just, I don't think I... Because you have multiple different ammo types, which I quite like, because it introduces a bit of challenge. Mm. I, with my fully upgraded SVD rifle, which is... Oh, That's, you have a dragon of shock horror. It's stupidly the best like sniper rifle <laughs> in the game. I mean, you can unlock like a, a fifty cal one, but it's so slow because mm. I like to be able to pop one guard, and then the guard, guard next to him goes, "Huh?" And then as he turns to look at his mate who I've just killed, I pop him as well, and it's just not fast enough to have that kind of beat. Mm. So I'm just like, okay, I I literally took it out. Killed a couple of them. I was like, well, that was messy. Went back and I haven't like used the 50 cal <laughs> since. Because usually I go for the 50 cal because it's mm. the most damage and you can usually adjust for speed. But May, yeah. may, may I uh, make a request? Yes. Um, Shut up. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, f I feel like uh, you do... I do need to go into a couple of the story missions. You do. I, I feel the only one that's important. I know which one you're talking about. I very much... I know. So let me kind of yeah. give, give a rundown of... There's, there's a couple of the story missions I'd like to talk about, okay. uh, but I will preface this with, I really cannot, like, I haven't done it yet in this game, and it kind of makes me feel gross, but they have a mini game that's cockfighting. Mm. Now, 
from what I've seen of it, it's like Tekken 3. It's like battle and then like health bars come up like it's a Tekken <laughs> game and then two what? chickens fight. Yeah. And I'm like, I really wish this hadn't been in the game at all because it's so gross. But it is it is a part of the game and I will say, you know, if you can play the game without interact I I've I've played 35, 40 hours of it so far, gotten like halfway through the game, uh, because I just decided to just fuck off the main path and go and liberate everything. Mm-hmm. Um but I have not had to do the cockfighting mini game. Yeah. So so far it looks like you don't have to do it. But there's a thing where you go and you can collect like chickens and cockerels and, and stuff like that. And you also have the buddy system. Um, like you do. You have amigos. You have amigos. That's literally, they're called amigos. And so it's like, you get, the first one you get is Guapo. He's a crocodile who wears like, he's like one of those, was that, that Harry Enfield Liverpool guy who's got the tracksuit on. He's a bit like that. He's, he's got yeah. a little tracksuit top on and he's a, um, he's like a combat amigo. So he'll, like, Guapo will go in and just death roll people because he's a crocodile. Uh, you get a Doesn't little... Guapo mean, like, handsome? Guapo means handsome, yeah. yeah. And he is very handsome. And I you can him. pet, you can pet the crocodile. You can pet the crocodile and, like, tickle his chin and stuff. Um, you can also, you can pet, there's pelicans in this game that you can feed. You can, you can pet the dogs in this game. Very good. You can good. pet the good. horses in this game. Oh, and then, well, we'll get to him. You know who I'm yeah. talking about. So, um, in order to unlock amigos, you have to do like the missions that unlock them. So, there's one called chorizo, which means sausage, and he's a little sausage dog who who's got like he doesn't have any back legs, so he's got like a little wheelchair, and he's got a little tool belt because his owner's like a mechanic. Mm. And he's a stealth amigo. So what you can do is you can look at an enemy and then basically press the body do something button. Yeah. And he goes up and he's like, Meep. and his like thing is like really cute. So he goes up and distracts enemies and they're like, uh, what the fuck is this dog doing? Okay, he's kind of cute, actually. He is a very cute dog. He is a very cute dog. He's got really chubby little paws. Yes. He's so cute. But yeah, now I want to talk about Shi Sharon. Shi Sharon is... A cockerel. And he is everything. So just just for kind of like, you know, a sense of tone here. You you know, you go through like you go through like the Minister of Culture's mansion and she's like this old telenovela star and like you find a script that's like written for her that's basically very pro fashion, very pro propaganda and you know she does all this thing all these things like you're you're literally you walk down the street and people are being hassled by soldiers they're being roughed up just because they you know they can it's there's quite an oppressive atmosphere it's a very kind of like you know you do feel like you've got to be on guard there because the soldiers will just fucking open fire at you because they're bored and literally nothing will happen like there's tanks rolling through the streets depending on where you are um it's it's the the story is very kind of like yeah i'm like i'm killing people in their homes but they weren't true yarens mm. i'm purifying bloodlines you know like it's that horrible <laughs> real fashion, normal shit real yeah. <laughs> normal fucking shit and then i get a mission to help this man out cuz he keeps cockerels and he has a cockerel called Shisharon who is this gigantic fucking cockerel who has a bunch of 
piercings and like a studded dog collar on and the guy talking is like ah she shut on he he hates fascists he was cockfighting but then he killed a fascist soldado and then he got the taste of fascist blood and now all he wants to do is kill fascists and i'm arguing with him and he wants to go and kill all these dogs that, that the fascists are like breeding to kill gorillas and you're like that's a six foot chicken. It's not. It's like it's fucking huge. It's like a. It's like a three and a half, four feet foot like chicken, and it is obsessed with killing fascists. It praxis chicken is real. Yes. So you go down and like this chicken has its own theme tune. When it gets into combat, like a this, punk song this starts. Fucking, up. This fucking rockabilly punk song starts up, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like going left and right. And like, like Danny, my character is is like, damn, she shut on. I've got your back, or maybe you've got mine. Fuck, you know. And like, then it's like, then you like the guy comes to meet you after you've killed all the uh, the dogs and stuff, and he's like, ah, she shut on has heard that the soldados they keep they keep detailed records on people like dissenters or people who maybe aren't as pro fascist as the uh, the soldiers would like. She shut on hates this. She Shadon wants to destroy all these files that the army has on these people. You need to go with him and keep him safe. And I'm like, shit, okay. So this chicken rocks down to the fucking records like office and just starts going crazy. And tear- the-, the theme tune kicks in. And he just tears, this chicken tears us into the fucking, and he's clawing all of these books and all these records to pieces while I'm having to fight off waves and waves of enemies. Mm. My my only criticism <laughs> right now is that they do use the same song every time, they and do, I I do. really I really wish they'd have got like a license uh, from uh, there's a band called I I feel there's a band I think it's dissident dissident fucking dissidente. Um, Gee, I wonder what that means. Uh, yeah, I, I really feel like if they'd have just got some of their songs, that, that <laughs> honestly, really yeah. Um, so yeah, you kill you kill all the um you 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 kill all the dudes and she shut on. Uh, destroys all the records that are putting a lot of, you know, a lot of civilians in, in harm's way. And then the guy shows up and gets like, she shut on, is angry because a statue <laughs> is being erected in, you know, like to, to, um, to immortalize the fascist Carrillo. She shut on, is furious with this and will not let it stand. So you have to chase this chicken there. Oh, and there's like as as you're like moving like to like you go towards your objectives. There's a couple of pot sellers on the side of the road, and she shut on like goes fucking bananas and goes around and just starts like kicking the shit out of all this guy's pots and destroying them. And the guy's like, "That's that fucking chicken again." What is? And I'm like, "Okay, this chicken's just a dickhead." It's I'm just like, Link. <laughs> yeah, and, but the thing is, like, on the way to the third and final one where you topple the the statue, she shut on is like. Like, starts, like, busting this guy's pots up again. He goes, what? I literally, I gave a discount to some soldados once. And I was like, aha, no sympathy. <laughs> you you suck it up to fascists. That's, the Praxis chicken hates you. Yeah. Always trust the Praxis chicken. Always trust the Praxis chicken. Now, you can pet the Praxis chicken once you unlock him as an amigo. But he, like, you try to pet him and he fucking goes for you. And you're like, ow, what the fuck, dude? Dude, he does not like being pet. He's a very angry chicken. Literally, one of like his his like because um, you level up uh, amigos depending on like how many kills they have, and like his main like kind of like thing is angry bird. Mm. But his second to last ability unlock is called angrier bird, and I'm like he is 
very angry yeah. paddle. <laughs> it really should have been three, and it should have been angry bird, angrier bird, and angriest bird. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you get an anti-fascist cockerel, and that's fucking awesome. Um, More games should have that. I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in that. There's, there's, yeah. a, there's so much to do. I, like, I am, I really like. I really get along with Far Cry's gameplay. Like, I, I love it. That's one of my favorite kind of like things with survival, stealth. You can, there's so many different ways to take down a base and stuff like that. And I've been really, really enjoying it. I've been enjoying playing dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's a lot of customization. If, I, if only there was like a, a real world version of dominoes. <laughs> I did actually play. on my Amazon. It was like, here's some Grogu dominoes. And I was like, oh. If you're playing dominoes, we're going to use the ones that I've got because they're like from my great granddad, so they're like seventy years old. Your great granddad had a shit taste in media and didn't like Star Wars, so we should just ignore (laughs) them. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, but no, um, of course, because it's an Ubisoft game, they do have fucking like aesthetic like things you can buy with real world money in the shop which is yeah. fucking cringe um but no there's a lot you basically get um in the office de juan uh you get um like it's like a backpack filled with depleted uranium that's called right. the supremo which is um you can pick what type of supremo it is but it's like i i have um it unlocks certain gadgets and um it has like it's kind of like a super so if shit goes really south, I have what I have basically like a, a missile bombardment that comes out of my backpack, which is so helpful when something goes real belly up. You have the Mandalorian's missile like uh, thing mm. on his wrist. What the uh, whistling birds? Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, I actually do, <laughs> um, and it's really really helpful. Um, you can get other ones that like trigger EMPs. So if you're like if a tank's coming after you and you're within range, it just disables all of the electronics. Mm. Um, it like there's a lot of different kind of like play styles that are kind of catered mm. to. Um, Seems like you, there's a lot of capacity for you to just do, not, do not only like. do it like the kind of very stealthy way that you prefer, but it does sound like no, you, you can, can go, go in loud. full fucking yeah. berserker if you want. You you absolutely can. And it's one of the few games that I've encountered where you can put a suppressor on a shotgun. That's not something you really get very often. No, because no. I was telling you, I was like, hey, did you know that that actual thing that exists? Mm. And it looks like basically you put the barrel of a shotgun in a paint bucket, <laughs> <laughs> which is obviously they slim it down for the game because yeah. game, but. Um, but yeah, there's there's so much. There's like Bandidos operations where it's kind of like you have leaders with like certain skills that you can send out to do operations, and then like it's it's supposed to be like some of them take an hour, some of them take like four hours, and once that timer is down, you go and administer orders. So you have percentage chance depending on what like modifiers they have. Just like a little thing like that. There's loads of treasure hunts. There's one that I've kind of been avoiding because I need to go to like this spooky castle at night because it's like got ghosts in it. And I'm like, yeah, it probably actually does have ghosts in it because it's fucking Far Cry and they tend to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the tone of the Far the Cry series is a weird one. It's great. Um, also there was, um, there was a mission I did where, oh fuck, what was it? Oh, it was really pissing me off that I can't remember it, but uh, I'll try and remember it, but I don't think I'll be able to. Um, but yeah, I've been thoroughly enjoying that. I love the gameplay. Um, there's been a couple of weird kind of like hill problems where sometimes I'll fall six feet and just die. 
Yeah. And it's like, okay, it is a yeah, big I mean, game. I'd so... probably die if I fell six foot, so... Yeah, but video games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, I, I'm, a, I'm a YouTuber. I barely go outside. I'd probably die if I fell, like, three feet. <laughs> Am I the only one here who goes to the gym? <laughs> Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, I mean, Matt does run, so I'm not allowed to run until the mid middle of July because my boobs will flap around so much I'll die. Well, actually, no. It's it's more like I'm probably going to get like muscle damage if I yeah. don't. Yeah. yeah. I think I think one of the one of those explanations is it makes a lot more medical. They sense put a than bomb in my boob. They were like cancer <laughs> out. Bomb in. <laughs> are you um, suggesting that your tits are like the movie <laughs> Speed? Yeah, my boob. If I go less than three miles an hour, I'll oh, no, thought, you've got to be moving thought, at a certain speed, or your yeah. or your tit will explode. Oh no! <laughs> but yeah, um, it's really good. There's, yeah, little touches like um, there's a trans character in here mm. that they handle really respectfully. Huh. That is that is that is not that a so game. Yeah. I haven't seen the entirety of interactions with him, but especially you know like uh, it's not like hi there. This is my dead name, which is <laughs> hello Mass uh, Effect Three. Mm, well, I mean it's like well-meaning sis. Was it? Or was it? Was it Andromeda? That it was had Andromeda. That? Yeah, it was, it was Andromeda, like, hey, here's yeah. my dead name. Oh, I remember when I was a man. It's like, <laughs> yeah, do you want to see some pictures of me pre-transition? It's like no, I don't because that it's weird. It's weird. I, that makes me sound like I'm like, oh, it's weird. But no, I was like, uh, if, say, like, occasionally we've had, like, a donation from a trans viewer that, and their PayPal is, like, under their dead name. And it's like, oh, no, I, don't, I do not see it. I do not I see it. I don't want to fucking see it. I don't ever want to know. It's not, I don't want. It's not important. It, yeah, it's that kind of thing. They haven't told, they haven't been, he hasn't been like, oh, hola, my dead name is bleh. You know, it's it comes up completely naturally, like, mild spoilers. Um... I don't like his relationship with his girlfriend, but then again, everyone in Far Cry is a bit weird. Um, it's basically like, uh, soldados go and fuck up the area where uh, this guy and his girlfriend and their friend was, like, you know, hanging out. And um, Paolo is his name, the trans guy. Uh, he's, like, locked in the car boot and his girlfriend goes and, like, gets him out. And they're, like, they shout at each other. She punches him and then they make out, like, really extremely like (laughs) and like the 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 bicho (laughs) their friend is like don't worry it's just foreplay like as i'm watching them like grapple and then they start like dry humping against the car and i'm like oh Mm. oh they're fucked okay never mind yeah that's fine but yeah and like he's talking like um because danny's like because she's she's served time Mm. like in 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 the military so she's like so how like how many years did you serve because i can tell that You've obviously been in the military because mm. you know exactly how to use guns and stuff. And he's like, uh, only a couple of years, uh, fifth generation, like, military. Then it all died with me. And you're like, why? And he's like, well, because in my father's words, his only daughter turned out to be a fucking freak. His words, not mine. And I'm like, oh, okay. That was a really, that was quite... A natural way of being like this character's trans. Fucking for for a video game, that was for uh, a video game that was, <laughs> that the was peak uh, subtlety. Yeah. I was like shot, and he does turn around like he's, he's having an argument with Talia, and is like like they're talking about like because he's very kind of like we need to get off this island and go to America because this is fascism and that's bad. Mm. And she's like, no, we need to stay and fight. And he's like, this isn't our fight fucking can we leave and like you know they have like a big argument and she's like oh after we've all we've been through and he's like 
you mean how uh, everything I've fucking been through and you know like do you have any idea how hard it is being trans in this in this fucking country and it's like oh that's a bit close to the fucking bone I just shouldn't yeah. I shouldn't be listening to this <laughs> but the thing is like the characters are acted incredibly well mm. um honestly the voice actors fucking blowing it out of the park mm. incredible um again considering it's like in a triple a video game and there's a trans mm. dude there I'm shocked at the like dignity it has about like again he's not like hi there this is my dead name here's a photo of me in girl mode and you're like (laughs) you know so like i guess credit where credit's due for that uh you also unlock a zebra and you can unlock a unicorn i haven't unlocked it yet cool but this is this is the same game Again, again, um, I, I have uh, not playing the game and therefore only seeing snippets of it whilst you're playing. I have yet to define what the tone of this game is at all. Honestly, like the the um, it does have a, a content warning at the beginning of it where it's like it talks about human trafficking. And, content warning: um, game made by Ubisoft. Well, no, it's content warning: game made by Ubisoft dealing with fascism, basically. And it does say like you know all these kind of things and and how it's like that will probably make a lot of people uncomfortable because mm. of course it's dealing with some very very unsettling topics there's mm. there's a lot of kind of like gross kind of things that you see um like to do with basically violence against civilians violence mm. against against like people like all this kind of stuff but then you put this you put that in the same breath as like the she shot on kind of thing and you're like that sounds like it's not taking itself seriously and it's like no it isn't in those parts but i do feel that there's a decent balance because you can't just have a big miserable game. Because yeah, guess what? Fascism is fucking grim and horrible and disgusting. And like to have and to kind of have a moment where you break away from the storyline and go and fucking kill sold soldados with a fucking anti-fascist cockerel is actually quite. It's it's a nice break in tone that honestly I think you need. Like there there is another one that there is. There is another mission that I haven't done, but you start getting you start getting messages from a, a Russian woman that because there's been a village where a bunch of people have disappeared, and you go and you find like a bunch of scratches and stuff, and you're like, these are too big to be an animal. And then you go to this old Russian bunker, and oh my god, I'm I literally gasped. I I literally had to pause the game, and it not in a bad way, just in a kind of I did of everything I thought this could have been, it fucking wasn't that. <laughs> So I was quite shocked and kind of like, oh, this is really fucking interesting. Okay, mm. I didn't know that they... Chupacabras, yeah. yeah. No, although, you know, they, the hunting... Jersey Devils, then. Mothmans. Oh, Mothmans. Oh, don't, okay, be, yeah. don't be fucking yeah. stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know I've gone on a lot about Far Cry 6, but, like, legitimately, there is so much to that game. Mm. Um, and, like, I, I really, really like it. Mm. I like. I would say it's re- probably replaced three as my favorite Far Cry game. Really? Yes. Really. There's just huh. there's so much to do. I love the way it plays. I love the main character. That they're, they're not just. I'll just say whatever. It's like no, they have a defined character. Mm. Even they occasionally marvel at the absurdity of what you're doing, mm. and it's just it, you, that you you know they feel really human. There's a lot of like you know different characters and stuff like that. There's Il El Tigre, who's like. Because there was like a um, a fascist revolution that was like beaten back by like the counter revolution, mm. and you go and find them all, and they're just old people who are like who've been living in the mountains, and they're like, yeah, we'll fuck up another fascist regime. That sounds awesome, <laughs> you know. And like, it's 
it's silly it's fun it's very serious it's very dark but i've just been having a fucking great time with it Hmm. and honestly yeah it's been really cathartic especially with everything going (laughs) on um so yeah uh, i don't know if it's still on sale i got it for a tenner um and i i have thoroughly got that money Mm. back out of it um so yeah uh sorry for rambling and rambling and rambling i just there's so much to talk about yeah (laughs) (laughs) also um a a nice little quality of life touch is uh because the gear you have uh, a lot of it is basically um put together kind of like handmade so like you can get suppressors that are like bottles of water with like stuff in them Mm. it's like an old water bottle or you know you spend money because you get resources and stuff like that and you can buy like an actual like suppressor instead of just like you know like like a A cobbled together together thing so you can kind of go for the uh because the the high-end like say like uh weapon um accessories and stuff like you can have the really fancy one that's a proper like factory made suppressor or you can have the one that has basically the exact same stats but looks homemade if you want to go for that full gutia kind of like mm. like visual experience um you also get weapon charms because i guess they've got to sneak in that shit somehow there's they've yeah. got like yada has some gods and there's one called like mimo or mimi or something that's like a little like cattle skull with glowing <laughs> purple eyes i always that's my sniper <laughs> rifle charm always um <laughs> you can you can customize your like your ride so you can have like um like you have like a mounted gun on top of it you unlock parts for that um you can transmog your clothing that's what i was kind of getting to so you have like oh this is like the street medics thing and it means you can heal quicker or whatever and it, it is just something you'd see like at a protest yeah, and but you can transmog it to look like something else while okay. still having those stats, which so, is why I have yeah. uh, cowboy boots with spurs because <laughs> I got that from the Baquero, um Prime giveaway yeah. thing, yeah. which is ju- which is where which is an old Spanish word for cowboy, Baquero, uh which is which was bastardized into the word buckaroo, hmm. which is where we get that. Huh. Uh, but yeah, um, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you were gonna say something. Probably about how good I am at Far Cry 6, I, right? I, I, I don't remember. Okay. But yeah, um, so yeah, I've been really enjoying that. Uh, it's very fun. Mm. And like little bits are just really nice. Just, it, it feels like a lot of effort's gone into it, even, you know, with the stunt casting of Giancarlo <laughs> Esposito, which honestly he does well, like I say, you mm. know. He is a guy I like to see show up in He's things. cool. He's a cool guy. Um, so yeah, and the guy who plays Diego, his younger, like his son, uh, is... is 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 really cool as well because like uh, I thought because uh, when I booted up because uh, it's it's about you know Cario and his son Diego who I was like oh is Ubisoft gonna make me kill a twelve year old boy because he's the fascist it, son do you mean in game or do you mean Ubisoft the company because Ubisoft the company honestly it could go either would, way yes. it could go either yeah. way um but no the, for, I'm speaking about the former they're, they're in the top five <laughs> top five games publishers that would have me kill a child allegedly uh, but yeah um and no it turns out Diego is, I was quite surprised like he is he doesn't like what his dad's doing and he's kind of stuck in that world and he's he he doesn't want to be doing that, and I'm like, oh, good, so I don't have to kill a child. But I'm wondering, cool. 
Am I going to have to watch Garillo kill his son? Uh, probably. Yeah, it's it. whatever. I don't mm. want spoilers. I'm not going to spoil it. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm sure it's going to be swell. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's it. I'll stop talking about it now. Um, I do. Oh, I do have one more bit of news. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, so uh, fans of the podcast, uh, I don't know, hostages of the podcast. <laughs> um Victims well, no, uh, of the podcast. Yeah, there we go. Well, no, our friends. Sorry, I'm just thinking of like there's a victims of the misanthropod <laughs> memorial somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and Praxis Chicken is like coming to our house to murder us, which is fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, our friend Violet, um, I'm starting a podcast with her. Oh, nice. uh, that actually has a topic, so it won't just be like, nah. hey, Violet, let's nah. talk about pubes. Yeah, no, seriously, it does. Uh, it's called It's Probably an Owl. And right. every episode we're going to be dissecting and talking about a different cryptid or spooky story or urban legend. Okay. So, nice. so yeah, uh, I'm, oh, I'm like, yay. and we're alternating kind of who, who writes which. So uh, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm writing the first one, which is about the Flatwoods monster. Um, and Violet doesn't know. And then for the second one, I don't know what she's doing. She's going to surprise me with mm. it when we get to record it. And I'm really excited about it. Because I've always liked cryptids, and literally, uh, Violet is my oldest friend. I've known her since I was 15 years old, which is like, it's like seven years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, And, like, we've been wanting to collaborate on something that entire time. Mm. And now we're finally doing it, and I'm super excited, and I can't wait to do it. Um, When it, obviously, when it goes live, um, it's going to be like a YouTube channel. Uh, thing so I'll, I'll be posting about it on my my twitter at snap so yeah so yeah it hopefully will be out by the time this one's out or at least it will be out within a few days of this one <laughs> uh, it would depend because i i think this episode in particular may go up a little longer after it is recorded considering that the last one went up a long time after it was recorded and so not to put out too episodes too close together so no one mention a date or anything that is time sensitive i should have mentioned that an hour and a half ago i can't believe china did that to fucking giancarlo esposito (laughs) i can't believe that they hired him as i don't know their guy i don't i don't know enough i'm yeah. kind of like i'm trying to be like well okay what yeah. would actually i don't fucking yeah know. you that you, you went you went into the deep end there and instantly yeah. realized you had I no can't water believe wings. the politics happened i can't believe things got political right yeah <laughs> i can't believe things uh, got a little tiny bit oh worse. fuck we did mention it was pride month it's not going to go mean, that Merry right. Christmas, everybody. It's going up in, it's, <laughs> happy holiday it's going up in june so am I. It's my birthday on uh, Friday. Now, yeah. You know how I just said don't mention like a date? Because it will definitely, it will, your birthday will have been and gone by the time this, this episode goes up. Yeah, well, not, well, maybe they're like, was it, oh, was man, it this year like or last year? Like, you, won't do the thing until you won't do the thing until you're told not to do the thing and you will instantly do the thing. Literally, factually, yes. <laughs> You want, you want to disagree, but you know 100% that that is exactly true. If, if the headphone users will hear the sudden lip smack and intake of air I had and then didn't say anything, that's because I was about to defend myself, but realised immediately that I could not. <laughs> I can't help it! Mm, don't be mean. Anyway, that's all I've got to talk about. 
Okay. Guess we're on to the questions now. No. No. Husband. Husband. No. Man. Hello. Man that I live with. Yes, me. Hi. Hi. What have you been up to, darling? Uh, not much, I'll be honest. Okay, great. Um, Love that for you. My, uh, <laughs> I, as I mentioned last time, I've been having a, a, a time with my mental health, and that has yeah. not exactly stopped, although I did have my... Um, uh, what's the word? Assessment, uh, assessment with uh, a therapist earlier today. Remember, even if you feel fine, a therapist is always a good choice if you're able. Yeah. So I, I will be, um, as of next week, I will be starting uh, therapy proper. I'm proud of you. Uh, I, th- I think I'm, I think it's mm. going to be CBT yeah, again, well uh, which I've done yeah. before. So uh, that's as a <laughs> cognitive behaviour therapy. Uh, the the cock and ball torture will yeah. come later. Basically, he's hired um, someone to stamp on his balls and be like, "Now, how does takes- that make you feel?" <laughs> Takes your mind off things. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so it, it has it has meant I have been in sort of a bit of a weird funk recently where I've had a lot of trouble concentrating on um, not just work, um, which has been a, a, a fun thing for a self-employed person to have as a problem. Yeah, capitalism. Um, <laughs> I've got more freedom than a lot of people in that instance, but also I am kind of reliant what on it. What was it my therapist said today? Just because you're at the thinner end of the wedge doesn't mean you don't get the rest of them. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I started thinking about Ritz crackers. Why? Because you get a wedge of cheese, you put on a cracker, you're fucking laughing. Okay. Mate. Okay. Yeah. So I think she, she, what she said was poignant, but I kind of faded out halfway through. I, there was <laughs> oh, never fuck. any signs you had ADHD. Literally, never any signs. a doctor has actually told me that, yeah. and I'm like, you've you've spoken to me for 10 <laughs> minutes, right? Yeah. But I have but I have been getting on with something. So I've been carrying on uh painting my uh lamentas, uh, my uh, my rogue trader here lamentas. Achingly beautiful lamentas. I am up to 3000 points of lamentas now of of 1980s models. I don't know how this I I went from like having like oh I've got like a 1500 point force. So that's like a, a reasonable size one and then just Suddenly, it became three thousand points, and I'm not entirely sure where that. You line have a happened. problem. I have a problem. But the thing is, it's a very beautiful problem, <laughs> so don't worry about it. Um, I think I've got sixteen models left to paint in that that force for the three thousand points, and I don't have that much more I want to buy for them. Yeah. Um, what what, so... what what else would you like to purchase for? Like? Um, well, I want to finish off the Death Company. I, I did get one the other day because uh, I've got eight in them currently, mm-hmm. and I want to get them up to a full ten because yeah. uh, they're a jump pack squad. So I want to get like a full size squad. So I need one more model. So I've I've got my eye on one, which I'm, just I'm one I should more. just I should just grab it off eBay. Honestly, I've got the money for it. I should just do it so it's done. Um, I I'd like to get a um, a Terminator squad down because. Um, my army is based specifically around the like 1987-1989 sort of era of of the game because like it becomes a little bit more second edition-y after well, that. Well, I mean, like Warhammer was kind of forever changed when um, David Hasselhoff brought down the Berlin Wall. It, yes, in, it's in, true. In '89, it's true. honestly, the, uh, that is, the entire climate changed. That that is why they started um, instituting Mark Seven Marines over uh, Mark Six as the standard mm. Marine uh, type. I believe yeah. it was all down to David yeah. Hasselhoff. Yeah. Um, Thanks, David. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, I, it's sort of that era. So there's a lot of some of the later era um, Rogue Trader stuff that I don't wouldn't really go in for. Um, so I'm really looking at the earlier stuff. So um, the the term the original Terminator models that look like the modern version of them. The the only the only Rogue Trader Terminator models that are affordable. Um, I could I could put together a squad of those, and I would kind of like to get a small squad of those, and I'd like to get a squad of uh, bikes as well. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple of things I might try and do, but they're not like an urgent thing for me. 
which would be uh, I was talking on Twitter the other day about maybe doing a sanguinary guard squad that would be uh, you know based on like um, the original plastic RTBO ones and mm. sort of heavily converting them. That would be a labor of love to do because I I did some <laughs> uh, eliminators in that way and oh it's a lot. <laughs> Uh, to get those things done, uh, to like entirely scratch build things as if they were conversions from the 80s. So trying to use era appropriate parts or things that look like they belonged then. Yeah. Um, because I am a lunatic and this is... Um, <laughs> hey, I it's have... your project. You get to do it however the <laughs> fuck you want. Uh, and maybe, I was thinking of maybe doing a... Uh, trying to get hold of a Rhino chassis and making a Razorback proxy. Uh, as like a tech marines ride uh, making it look like you know a conversion from the time because i've done the i've done a bunch of the official like conversions uh that they put out guides for so like a vindicator a whirlwind and a spartan i never got i I never got around to doing a saber because there's never been uh, outside of rogue trader there's never been 40k rules for them so i'm not gonna bother doing that but yeah so i've been working on that a lot um I've also uh, been doing uh, my own weird self-imposed challenge thing, which is I have been playing a shitload of Vampire Survivors uh, because um, that is one of those games that I occasionally get where I'm like, well, I'm I'm 100% achieving this game. I'm going to do that. Yeah. And every time a new um, uh, uh, like um, da- downloadable content for it comes out, I'll I don't know why I did the full thing and not use the acronym everyone uses. Oh, yes, a downloadable content yeah. for your personal computer yes. video game. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, but whenever a DLC comes out for it, I, I always um, do everything in that so I can 100% it achievement-wise. But I was like, but there's so many secrets in the game that aren't represented by achievements. I want to get all those done. So I've... Uh, and and I, that's kind of got me into a thing of that I, I'm trying to 100% the game... Um, not just by um, the metrics that the game gives you, but by a weird metric that I've established for myself as well. So you I kind of did this with like Binding of Isaac as well. Oh no, no, not at you, all. You kind of went bananas and got all the achievements. I have never done that. I'm missing like 250 achievements. That thing has so many achievements. Well, you've got a bunch of them. I I played the game a lot, but that game to 100 okay, percent so... is obscene. I'm right at least in saying that you played it. I played it a lot, but I there I've never go. tried to 100 percent <laughs> that game. I must be thinking of something else that you played then. Uh, I'm very tired. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I, I have tried that with some games. Uh, Subnautica, uh, the Surge, the Surge One. Uh, I got like that with. But what's um, the rarest achievement you've had that you know of? Uh, the rarest achievements I okay. The rarest achievements I've got in reality are a bunch of achievements for a really shit game called Possessed. Okay, but like actually. Uh, the rarest <laughs> achievements I got that I actually tried to get and for a game I care about were the um, DLC achievements for The Surge 1 mm. uh, because I 100% of that, including all the DLC achievements. Nice. And a lot of those were like 1%, 2% of players have got them. Nice. I believe those are the rarest ones I have. Come on, Matt. What about you? I have no idea, <laughs> okay. honestly. Um, I only know I only know that because it came upon like the rarest achievements on our Steam account for the longest time. Um, but yeah, so I've been trying to do like my own uh, like Mine's like one hundred percent. They are yes. Yeah. Um, Thanks for asking. I was try- I was trying to get back on topics. I didn't want to take too long on this. Okay. Didn't it, you you got the um, insane in in WoW when that was insane? I to did. Get. I did. I, I mean, that's never got less insane that, to get. No, it did. It got a little bit like easier because I think they took out a couple of factions that were really difficult to get, oh, okay. which would have added two months onto my uh, okay. my grinding. It took me uh, like six, seven months. Yeah, that's true. End. That's true. How do I see um, my um my my 
my um... if you go on your profile page on steam it should kind of like have a thing for an achievement showcase okay I'll, I'll, think... you keep talking i'll have it okay anyway. so yeah. um so yeah so i'm I, i'm trying to go through that I'm, so i've got all the 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 hidden like super secret characters um, some of which there's no n- no sensible way for you to you to figure out how to get them uh, without looking it up. Uh, you get a clue, yeah. uh, which some of the secret ones you can get from the clue that it gives you. But some of them you look them up how to get them, and you go, yeah, there's no fucking way I'd know how to do that. Yeah, I mean, to, um... oh, what was it? There was one where it's like I can't remember. There was there was one specific one where you told me, and I was like. It, it was... Oh, you had to like type in a word. I can't remember what it was. Repeatedly going through a thing and then type in a different word at a different point, and then that yeah, unlocks no one of the most characters. You'd accidentally yeah. stumble across full that. on old cheat territory. But <laughs> so I've got, I've unlocked all of those. I wanted to fill in the bestiary, which is really annoying because one of them occasionally bugs, and you have to like replay a bit to get one hundred percent it. But I've done it, so I'm not going to bother. Well, I, I'm glad you got it done. Um, I am try and um to unlock every upgrade which I'm I'm currently on the very last upgrade to unlock every single one of them which is the one where it gives you extra curse that I just never bothered to do. Oh, uh, and the last one which is the which is the the one that is entirely self-imposed because this isn't a prerequisite of 100%ing anything or anything. But when you beat certain big enemies, special enemies in the game, you get these golden eggs. Oh yeah, um, that you. give your characters permanent little buffs. They're really tiny, like it'll be like point one percent of something. It'll give you a little. But it's buff like a permanent. Buff but it's a permanent across buff across all characters. Yeah. Uh, well, no, across that character, like oh, okay. globally, like so. Whenever you use them again, it'll, I don't learn. It'll, it'll get. It won't be just for that run. It'll be forever. Mm. That character has yeah, that buff. Yeah. So, like the main character I use a lot, which is the Red Death, um, has like a hundred of these. Oh. Um, but I wanted to get at least one egg with every single character, uh, which I'm going through and doing that now. Which means I have uh, got, uh, I have like beaten the final boss of the uh, of each level, which is um, the death that you fight at the end. I have beaten that with a character who is a tree who barely moves. That character is an interesting one, <laughs> which is one of the hidden silly characters. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm currently trying to do. Um, yeah, Vampire Survivors is really good. I've played over 100 hours of the damn thing. Love that game. It costs like two quid. Yeah, fucking... Oh, I, I, I cannot recommend a game high enough as yeah, Vampire if, Survivors. Yeah, if you want to have that moment where like you have a week where literally you can't stop thinking about that one game and just, oh, I could be playing Vampire Survivors right now. That's yeah, that's the game. Uh, the other thing I've been doing is I've started watching Columbo. My nana was a slut for Columbo. She loved it. Columbo is fucking great. So I, 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 I the what? Because I'm watching it on Amazon Prime, which it, it starts at season one, and I'm not sure if because I know the first handful of Columbos were made for TV movies, and I don't. I think they're pre these because I think this is the point at which it, it starts as a proper series. Uh, I might be I might be wrong on this, and they they might have just decided retroactively that the TV movies are now season one. I'm not sure, but I'm I'm like pretty sure I've seen Peter Falk much younger playing Columbo. <laughs> yeah, uh, but this might be a false memory. I don't know. And also, Peter Falk was just a dude who always looked old. This is true. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, I've been watch- I've been watching through that, and uh, this is not going to surprise anyone. But uh, Columbo still really fucking holds up. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um. The whole conceit of the show of like, yeah, so we've got this weird little gremlin man <laughs> who his entire purpose is you witness a usually, usually rich and powerful person uh, like 
Oh, sometimes Bank like manager. sometimes like a CEO, sometimes like a, a famous actor or celebrity, um, but always someone who is not just a guy. It, it's not just someone with no power. Um, do a murder uh, and try and get away with it, and then this just troll of a man appears and he's just and an acts incompetent and bungling around them but every now and again like shows uh like just suddenly like will will suddenly pierce through their arrogance because they think they're leading him along and to point out that he spotted something that they thought they'd covered up and he'll just kind of casually mention it and him just doing that for like because each episode is like an hour and 15 minutes long i mean him that's, just, that's just the glory of his like catchphrase of just one more yeah, thing and just, then he just devastates the fuck out of them slowly tightening the screws until until eventually he gets them in a situation now i will admit sometimes he does pull the solution entirely out of his butthole um but most of the time he doesn't and it is really fun to watch that escalating thing because you're because it, it normally you know you're watching the detective like the main the normally the main character of the show is the detective figuring out the mystery whereas in a lot of ways you could say that the main character of Columbo changes each episode because it's the murderer Having to deal with Columbo <laughs> undermining them at every turn. Doing, having Columbo tax. Like, Columbo is effectively a slasher villain for... <laughs> but he's like a non-violent slasher villain, but he only goes after murderers. He's just unleashed upon these people. Yeah. And he, he just will... Ca- he's slowly catching up Columbo with them. is the punishment, and Jail is like the respite they have from him. <laughs> Uh, and also, just because he he always comes across as a, like this kind, like you know, it is still a, a show from the seventies, so it's not, it's you know, it's not perfect in like the ways it represents people and things, obviously. But like, it's really quite, it's really quite pleasant how he is just this kind of like whenever he's dealing with like the victims of crimes, he's he's you know always more gentle with them and nice with them. And even things like there was an episode I saw where like one of the people he needed to speak to was a sex worker and there's like a, a bit of a shenanigans escapade where she thinks that he's the client that she's waiting for. And uh, then when she realizes that he's a cop and he's like, uh, and she's like, look, okay, look, I'm going to go get my, get my lawyer before anything goes off. And he's like, look, don't worry about it. I haven't seen anything. I am not interested in any of that. I am interested in this murder investigation thing. I'm this is none of my business, you know, like basically what I'm saying is uh a cab except for Colombo. Yeah. <laughs> um But no, it is it is just it's a show well, that Colombo's are beautiful. <laughs> It is a show that just kind of holds up. Uh, so I, I like. I knew that it was still, you know, the show held up quite well. But watching it again, I was I was surprised by how invested I got. Like after watching like a single episode of it, I'm like, yeah, this is just what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of months. Is just watching through the whole of Columbo, I guess. Because uh, yeah, it just holds up. Uh, holds up really well. Um, and I I I, t- I tweeted about it because it was quite funny. They did an episode. One of the I think it was like a couple of episodes ago. I watched, which is in season two where they come to um, England and so they're shooting on location in London in the 70s and you can tell how much of it was shot <laughs> on location because it looks like fucking dog shit um, <laughs> it's this foggy wet miserable grey affair and I'm like yeah that's fucking London in the 70s right there I mean that's London mostly to this day but you know um, 
<laughs> the seventies was not, uh, you know, um, exactly peak time for the aesthetics of the UK. It has to be said, <laughs> or indeed anywhere. <laughs> Um, yeah, the seventies—the era where we thought, "What if we made things brown?" But, uh, but yeah, no, uh, Columbo holds up really well, and I, I've been having a, a, a very fun time watching it. And, I, and if you've never checked out Columbo, you've only heard about it through like reputation. Uh, give it a shot. Um, if you're because you know, obviously, I remember watching it on TV because it. I, I don't think I can't remember how long they were making it for, but it was still frequently on television. I remember growing up, uh, and uh, and so I I had experience with it, so I had a nostalgia for it going into it. But I think you would still probably get a real kick out of it if you say are uh, you know a bit quite a bit younger than us and you've never watched it in your life. Uh, give it a shot; it might surprise you, or you might watch it and go, "Wow, what is this aging, decrepit skeleton telling me to watch his old stories for?" <laughs> A show that is old enough that it says at the end, any pe- any persons featured in this teleplay are yeah, are fictional. Play. Jesus Christ! Like not television show, <laughs> like it's no teleplay. But yeah, no, I, I I've been enjoying that. But uh, that's all I've really been really been up to. It's been you know, not not a great deal. So uh, well, that's okay. Yeah. I don't think anyone could ever accuse us of being up to much. So. <laughs> Or, much new stuff anyway no no well i mean i mean matt's doing the thing he's playing the new things and watching the new shows and i'm sitting there going well, i've been watching well, colombo he's kind of edging himself with old stuff so <laughs> yeah. like but with zelda games being the reward i hope you don't mind me saying that drama matt. Mm-hmm. i mean yeah you're not exactly wrong not quite <laughs> um not whatever quite the right, game was i played wrong. um talos principle was not like anywhere near that bad yeah, that, makes, okay. that makes it sound like it was bad. It had a few frustrating, thing, frustrating things, but it was it was good. Okay. Hmm. So I suppose we should probably move on to the questions. Yeah, which all of you have disappointed me terribly by not um, sending emails to thedramamat at gmail.com. Thus robbing Matt of, of, uh, of, of work. Having to do work, you dicks. Yeah. But we did ask on Twitter, which is so fun. Uh, so I am going to read to you the questions that we have received through uh, Twitter.com, a functional website. Anyway. Um, that uh, does not uh, bring any stress uh, by logging into it. Ever. Anyway. Uh, the first one we have is from Bitshammer. Oh, hello. Uh, which is, um, do uh, well, uh, 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 there's two questions and I'll ask them both because there's not that many. Um, do you know why Rogue Trader had such a thing for bus gangs? Yes. Okay. Is the second question, can you tell us? <laughs> well, it, that is sort of implied by the first question. Not really. <laughs> um, I, I think it's it's probably got a thing to do with, um, you know, in the 80s, uh, there was um, quite a narrative about, um, you know, being tough on crime and all that. So mm-hmm. gangs were a big topic of discussion. Uh, so that's where you know Proper movies, gangda. movies like The Warriors come from, mm. um, and like you know the stuff from RoboCop uh, and all the the gang warfare and, and so, things you like know, that. All these apolitical from. movies. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think I think it uh, like uh, unless there is a very specific thing that it's referencing, which there could be, it is Games Workshop. But that's that's my understanding as to where that stuff comes from. I was literally just about to say that. So yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and the second thing, uh, your favorite bit of fluff that you'd like to see return. Uh, their vote is uh, for more references to Birmingham because there's a planet called Birmingham. Ew. Yeah. 
Uh, hair squigs, bring them back. They're, they're, they, they're still there. Make they're them, no, make them a statted unit. Oh, okay. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm about. Okay. Um, I this is this is a pet thing for me because I have voiced this character. <laughs> is that I would really love it if they started putting back in sly references to Obi Wan Sherlock Clouseau. I understand if they never use his name, mm-hmm. but I'd love it if they put in some sly little little yeah. references to him. That would make me uh, quite happy. Go on, Matt. What about you? I liked it when Games Workshop were a nice company. Um... No such thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they pretended for a while. Um, uh, I don't know. It's it's too. I like the towel being nice. Well, relatively nice. Not yeah, nice, I like it like, when they were like the closest thing to good guys. Yeah, I like. You don't need a good guys, and you know, in the in you know, it, it, it's probably more sensible for them not to be. But I don't yeah. know. I quite. Like I, I did kind of. I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I did kind of like where they um, felt. Uh, a little nicer, um, whilst a, also it, being irrelevant, which tight, which allows them to exist as nicer in a grim dark. Yeah, yeah, and it's just sort of you know, it's a bit depressing that inevitably in the future everyone will have to be a dick to survive and continue as a race, species, mm. whatever genre, army, faction, whatever. Like you have mm-hmm. to be a dick. It's like, well, you don't. Maybe you don't have to be, but. Yeah. yeah, no, I fully. But I, I get that the setting is meant to be grimdark, and that you know that's you know I get the reasons why. Yeah. Um. But yeah. you've been asked, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, they they uh, it doesn't matter uh, what uh, how how the tower presented, people will still call them communists, regardless <laughs> of how much they are not communists. Because yeah. word, you don't need to mean, know <laughs> yeah. the meaning of the word. Do you remember when that guy called you a cuck because I hit you in the face with a rule book? And, yep. and then we were like, hey, do you know what a cuck is? And he was like, yes, but words don't have to mean the things that you mean. And it's like, that's You know, he didn't so say that exactly, but he basically said that, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, I should be... I, I should be oh, I'm, I'm eating breakfast. Because words, now, can, those words can fucking mean anything. Anyway, anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Is, uh, from our friend Seanus. Hello, uh, Seanus. We are being asked, what is our favourite Star Wars name? Elan Slees Bagano. Who the fuck is that? Elan Slees Pagano is from... <laughs> that was um... too quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. That was from... Shall I pretend that I can't see Wikipedia open on your phone right now? I needed right to now? make sure. I needed yeah. to make sure. But yeah, no, Elan Slees Bagano. Or like, they did change his name in Legends to Elan Sel Sab- Sabango. Uh, Sabagno. But yeah, that was the, um, you know, in the Attack of the Clone, it was like, you don't want to sell me death sticks. Oh, him. That's him. Oh, okay. That's his name, Elan Slees Bagano. Mm. Because am... it's the it's just like yeah, uh George Lucas fuck off. The only character mm. he's ever named that didn't have a really, really, really stupid name was Axe Woves. Cause he just literally walked onto the Mandalorian set one day, pointed at Axe Woves and went, I'm gonna call him Axe Woves. And they were like, Alright, George. Like, Alright, George, so time time for your medicine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then so we're like, actually that set. one actually that one wasn't bad, we'll keep that one. Yeah, we'll keep that one. Um, and he's like, I wrote Star Wars. It's like, yes you did, grandpa. I'm a very <laughs> simple person and so I have always just been amused by Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto's I, I know hilarious. It's, it's a very basic one, but Kit Fisto was always amusing. Also the fact that he has a big cheeky grin as well. Uh pleases he me. He is so. such a cheeky lad. Yeah. Uh, do you have do you have a favourite one there, Matthew? Um, no, I like Han Solo because sometimes he travels by himself. It's clever. <laughs> um, that, look, look, okay. Solo, Solo is a is is 
Solo has its moments, <laughs> but it also has moments where, oh, well, I'm going to call you Han Solo because you're traveling alone, even though this is just a universe where people have the stupidest names humanly possible, and it's yeah. fine. I'm sorry, but my, one of my least favorite names in Star Wars is Ben Solo. Just sounds wank to me. I, it does sound. Sometimes it does sound. I like. I. I kind of. I do like it. How every now and again someone just has like a regular ass name that Luke is quite Sky- funny. Yeah. yeah, George Luke. Yeah. Luke Skywalker, uh, but no. Uh, but uh, but it, it. But I also like it when people just have utterly ridiculous oh. names. Although it is funny when, like, sometimes, like, say with like the Bad Batch, like someone will go like, "Oh, what's your name?" And their names, "Oh, my name's Tech." And they're like, "What? Just Tech?" And it's like, "What? That is like the one of the more sensible names in this universe." <laughs> I, don't don't hurt. Don't be I'm harsh to our sweet my, boy. My tech. answer to Ray Star Wars. <laughs> Ray Star Wars. That's, that's yeah. yeah. God, wouldn't that be crazy if that movie happened? Yeah. Anyway. Wild. Anyway, uh, here is an interesting question from Wayne. Hello, Wayne. Out of the following four starches, can you list your most favourite starch and your least favourite starch? Oh. Out of potatoes, potatoes, noodles, rice and bread. Potatoes is number one. I would say potatoes... Okay, what is it? Let me potatoes, oh, bread, ooh, noodles hard. and rice. I say noodles are probably my third favourite and... I'd probably put noodles as my least favourite. Well, you don't really eat noodles. Yeah. But I mean, just because it's like I don't my most them, least but... favourite doesn't mean that I dislike mm. any of them. But yeah, I'd say potato, bread, because that's just, that's just a very filling, yeah. easy to... I'd say those are an easy first, yeah, second uh, combo. Uh, what's the other two? Noodles and... Rice. Uh, rice and then noodles. Yeah, but, honestly, that'd be the order for me. Yeah. I don't dislike any of them, but uh, mm-hmm. but that would be my order. Yes, yeah. yeah. drama. But what about you? Similar, but I'd go rice at the bottom. I, re- I, li- I really really like fair. it. Don't get me wrong, but I think the deciding factor is that you never have a meal and go, "Oh, that was really good rice." It's always right. The rice is the thing with the thing that's nice. What kind of white boy rice are you fucking eating, mate? <laughs> well, no, but just the right. But like, you know, if you have like a nice, delicious rice yeah, of stuff yeah, in it, yeah, yeah. it's the stuff in it that makes it nice. It's oh not no, no, I, I do I'm feel fair. that. Okay, there is. is there is more subtleties than this, but that's it's, <laughs> you know. That's, I am teasing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm teasing. <laughs> I feel like rice is very rarely the like the main, you know, the bit that makes right. it elevates yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But all all, all starches are excellent. Oh, they are incredibly good. <laughs> Uh, delicious uh, sandwich today. Oh, what? Tell me about it. Well, I really we were, we were watching Queer Eye. Well, that's the other thing. I've done. I've watched Queer Eye. <gasps> Queer Eye is new, so good. There's a new good. series of Queer Eye, which is yeah. Just I, I forgot. I watched all of that, and I was sobbing most nice. of the time because yeah, oh my absolutely. god, they're so yeah, yeah, it's so good. Wow. Um, but we just watched the episode with the guy who runs a deli. Um, oh, the guy who's like, I'm an asshole. And it's like, yeah. but you're not, though. You're and just he didn't very need insecure. Any, he didn't need any of what they said. All he needs to do is, like, work slightly less. And, but the rest of it is fine. It's like, you, <laughs> yeah. you didn't need he anything didn't... else doing. You just needed to be told to work a bit less, and then it would have been fine. And, like, stop. Like, you didn't and, and, like, need... actually stop and have a moment for his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was literally it. But anyway, we, we, like, saw oh. the, we saw all the deli food, and we're like, oh, I want deli sandwiches. Um, so we didn't go to a deli because, you know don't live in like new york or wherever <laughs> so went to the closest approximation which was you know little um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we bought ah, the, gl- we the, bought. The, the true glory and and fanciness I of know. living in the uk I, I, but i bought nice bread like long you know sub, long like, bread. bread thing and bought pastrami and pickles and american yellow mustard and ham oh. and what well, i have three meats i'm very rare don't eat much meat in general anyway but we had like pastrami, ham, 
and salami in this sandwich Aww. with pickle and mustard and cheese mm. and oh it, it was a <laughs> i made for dinner tonight philly cheesesteaks Ooh, nice. they are gorgeous now, for those of you who don't know very quick side thing what you do is you get like a toasted sub roll you you get some ribeye steak and you shred it up you basically you, you can if you get good good ribeye steak you can just pull it apart because it's got a lot of fat mm. content kind of slipping through it which is very tasty uh you cook that up with some onions um you dump a bunch of garlic butter uh, garlic uh, mayo on one side of like the hot dog bun that you split down the top of the middle and then you put some butter on the other side and then you dump a bunch of like you dump the cooked steak in it and then you put a bunch of mature cheddar like thinly grated cheese on top and it melts and and it, the it's fucking gorgeous because you you were you were like hey i've been looking at philly cheesesteaks they look pretty good and i was like do you want me to make you some and you were like yeah mm. so i made some and yeah they're fucking delicious and i can <laughs> recommend i'm sure anyone from philadelphia will say that's not a philly cheesesteak and we're not going to listen to you because they're well, like new yorkers the... and hot dogs you don't know what's best for you <laughs> this is what the internet told us how to make one ketchup so. go on hot dog <laughs> Um, I get so much hate for that. I deserve it. Anyway, uh, here we got another one. Uh, what's every, everyone's weird favorite paint? Like one you can't get enough of and will use on any occasion. Uh, there's our squid pink and Wazdaka red. Um, Good choices. Uh, I mean, um, there's a Vallejo pink I've got that's really I oh, this crazy vibrant, crazy one. vibrant kind of like um like a, like a baby pink, and I use that for uh, some of my my Tyranids. And that's just, any chance I get, I mm-hmm. want to use it. It's so pretty. I mean, it's not weird because I paint Lamentas, but I do really, really enjoy uh, Avalon Sunset. Uh, mm. It's like, uh, I, I never used to like painting yellow, but then I started uh, using Avalon Sunset and it's got such nice coverage and it's like a slightly, um, it's a slightly not quite as harsh yellow to it. And it means that once you, it means that it's a really nice base to highlight and wash. Like, so mm. I wash using uh, Reichland Flesh Shade. Yeah, uh, to give it like a real ready undertone, and I just think that that pops really nicely. Without making it look dirty, because if you use like you know the Agrax, then it, yeah, it would look dirty, yeah, it looks dirty, which is fine. But like if you're just doing it for shade, then mm. yeah. And contrast paints, I don't think it'd work great on Rogue Trader miniatures because there's too many casting oh, errors on God. them. <laughs> yeah, very much. So. It, it'd show them all up. Drew, what about you? Um, pass. I'm afraid. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. It's been a while since you've It's been yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did actually pick up some fun paints the other day because uh, we went to uh, Element Games in Nottingham, uh, which we'd not actually been to before somehow. They smelled of fish and chips. Very English company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was full. They had a massive array of like different companies' paints, so I picked up a handful, uh, including some of like the colour shifting paints. Um, and I'm, I'm currently desperately seeking something to use them on because I've like, tested them out a bit. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to. I can't fucking remember what it's called, but I got the uh, like green and gold, um, like pearlescent kind of paint. Oh, sorry, it was like green and, and purple, um, green stuff world mm. um, paint. The uh, the ones I tried, that was the one that came out the best. Yeah. Even though uh, its paint pot was fucking shite and fucking dumped the entire pot into yeah. my palette, like the moment I tried to use it. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Uh, but I managed to save it, save most of the paint. My cling film saves the day. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Um, I want to try that. That may become my, my weird favourite uh, mm. paint, but I need to, you know, experiment with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I want to go in and like buy a bunch more because we tried, uh, what was it? What are they called? Uh, Turbo Punk, is it? 
Yeah, tried some of their some metallics uh, that have been quite interesting. Yeah, but yeah, so going to be trying some of those. Mm. Uh, okay, next question uh, from Denadar. Hello. Uh, I got some stool softener and now my ottoman has collapsed. What should I do? You are trapped inside a joke and you must wait until uh, the person has finished telling it so that you may escape that fictional universe that has been created. Yeah. You just have to have patience. Good luck with that, honey. <laughs> Dear Castle Super Misanthropod. Hi. What? Yeah, I, am, I am aware of other podcasts existing. Castle yes. Super Beast? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are some of your favourite comfort meals slash treats? Oh... One of pretzel, my favorite pretzel comf- chocolate. Pretzel chocolate. I hate that, but you can. That just means you can have more. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I like um, the the interesting mix. Uh, the uh, Oreo Cadbury's chocolate. Ooh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. Oh, not the ones with like the layers in it, but with the crumbled up Oreos. Where it's basically got the internal part of an Oreo mixed in with some crumbled up parts of Oreo inside Cadbury's dairy milk chocolate. The white chocolate or the milk chocolate. I've I've currently got a bar of the white chocolate mm-hmm. stuff because I fancied a change, but the milk chocolate stuff is probably the nicer okay. one. Okay, uh, I'd say uh, cheesecake, like strawberry mm. or chocolate cheesecake, ultimate comfort. Mm. But I I tend to lean like sorry, this is from Tyler S. I should have mentioned. Thank that. you, Tyler, for the good question. But yeah, no, I I tend to lean on like baked goods for like comfort, like kind of treats and stuff. I really like to go ham on those. And for like comfort food, I mean, I was I remember before I made it for you, drummer Matt, the uh, really thick, like really like like slow cooked beef stew with milk, like milk and and buttery mashed potatoes, which is such an amazing like um, winter meal. It keeps you full and warm for hours. Um, but other than that, say something new. I would say uh, house chow mein. Which has shrimp, beef, pork, and chicken in it. Mm. Which is very yeah. nice and tasty. Okay. Also, one thing I'm desperate for, and if any Australians are listening, please send me this when the <laughs> when the uh, PO box opens again, if you if you want um, chocolate, like milk chocolate covered black licorice. That's an Australian staple, and I fucking miss it so hard. And I found a place that was selling it, but then they stopped selling it, and I'm just like, this is a hate crime because I hate it. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, also, uh, uh, Tyler um, said uh, to answer some questions from previous uh, uh, episodes that uh, Sniper asked, uh, uh, which is oh, their yeah. favorite dinosaur is a Therizinosaurus. Oh, nice. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong since I've never said it out loud. Yeah, you're. And their favorite ice cream is Good Humor Strawberry Shortcake. That sounds pretty good. Apparently, human. <laughs> One of my favorite ice creams that I can't get and I haven't had in over twenty years is a golden gay time. It's hard to have a gay time on your own. I mean, it's an Australian ice cream with like honeycomb and like a layer of chocolate and mm. and like little like crunchy bits of nuts on it. And they're so fucking good. Can't have a gay time without some nuts. Um, yes, you can. You can. You can one hundred percent. Yeah, fucking. What is wrong <laughs> yeah. with you? Yes, yeah. of course you can. <laughs> He's going to suck them all off. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know when you say something? I don't need... Yeah, everyone uh. knows that that's kind of my MO. <laughs> I say something and immediately regret it because I wasn't paying attention to what I was saying. Anyway. Anyway. Um, uh, Goth, as Astor's, uh, the okay. best butt in uh, in the media property that you're currently fixated on. Uh, considering that I am currently watching Columbo and there's only really one... Okay, there's Columbo and his dog are about the only two characters that are frequently in the show. I feel like I, by default, have to say uh, Peter Falk's uh, 
arse, even though you very rarely see it because of his coat. Um, well, that's the, but I am I am forced into that. That's because he's um, like demure, and he's like, "You want to just have one more peek at my butt?" <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, what? What for the pair of? What you? am I currently fixated on? I mean, Far Cry um, Six, I guess. Far Cry Six, oh, Guapo, Guapo's big crocodilian bim. Okay. <laughs> and Matthew, um, we've been watching Succession, and the biggest bum there would be um, Shivs. Who's one of the one of the three siblings? Because she's hmm. got quite a large bum and boobs, which okay. are very appro- uh, uh, present in a lot of the episodes. Oh, okay. I mean, so she's not like going to flip over and discover perpetual. That is action. actually one of the nice things about 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 the show. Actually, is that she's not like stick thin rich person. Hmm. Oh, okay. Which is quite nice. Hmm. It is nice to have kind of like you know diversified body types just for a fucking yeah. range. It's like yeah, because mm. these people exist. And just because mm. people. People, whether they are Everyone's good or bad, shape, have just... a variety of shapes, and yeah. it's yeah. nice to see the rich tapestry of humanity represented in our media. Mm-hmm. Um, the next question is a very complex one, and I'm going to give you some time to answer this. Okay, um, mm-hmm. which is from uh, Scott Anderson, Hello. which is um, come hmm. as you are, as you were, as you wanted to be. <laughs> Um, on a friend, with I, a friend, round a bend. <laughs> um. <laughs> we'll move past that, considering that was not a real question. Uh, okay, so from uh, Salamander, uh, how into kit bashing are Snipe and Drummer Matt compared to Wib, who has reams of evidence to show us just how into it he Stop is? talking about my husband's reams. Um, I'm just not. I'm not good at it, so I just don't do it. But you do it most, occasionally. Uh, not really. Not 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 to the level that you do. You do you do the odd head swap and things like yeah, that. Yeah, head swap. I wouldn't consider that full kit bashing. I wouldn't consider it not. But like that's that's about the extent. Like maybe mm. different weapons, different arms, different heads. Nothing. Yeah, you do it from time to time. Yeah, not not very often. I'm I'm quite happy with what I'm given. Mm. <laughs> Matt, what about you? Yeah, I mean, if I had more time, mm. I'd love to do it more. It's a time, especially to do it half decently. I did my um, broadsides slightly mm. different. Yeah, yeah, those were very but... cool. Yeah, your your broadsides were effectively uh, like in the format that the modern broadsides yeah, but... are now yeah, in. But you did it years before they came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, cool. the, the the concept was there. I'm not sure the execution was. I thought the execution but, was really you good. Know. I legit forgot that broadsides didn't hold their guns like sniper rifles mm-hmm. for the longest time because I always played against your tail and that's mm. just how they looked. I'm like, that's yeah. just how broadsides look. Mm-hmm. Anyway, next question. Uh, which is, um, you know, as a, as a lead on from that is, what is everyone's favourite model they have kit bashed? Uh, probably my um, my wolf guard. Uh, my... <sighs> which model are you thinking about? My my tech my, my wolf my am priest. There we go. Fucking, it's been so long. <laughs> I think you're thinking of something different. You didn't get bash your am priest. Yeah, I did. No, I gave her a different head. And nope. t- no. Oh, I am fucking. Know you're then. you're thinking of the the um, space marine heroes terminator that you kept bashed into a wolf guard battle leader. That's the one I'm thinking. Thank you. I'm yeah. very I'm exhausted, so yeah. I'm having trouble remembering. But yeah, no, that one. What he said. <laughs> what about you, dear? <laughs> Uh, f- for me, I don't know. I have done a lot over the years. Pick one off the top of your head. Uh, my red gobbo is probably up there. He's pretty cool. I, I really, I really like my red gobbo. It Pride, won the Pride best. Con- 
Yes, it has won a best converted at the Red Gobbo uh, like uh, like um, painting competition. All right. At my local games workshop. We've all won the com- Gobbo conversion <laughs> thing at your local games workshop. You're not special. Um, what about Drumbly Bums? Yeah. I mean, yeah, see above broadsides. Yeah. Fair. Mm. No, they, they were they were really good. So, like, I, I cannot uh, argue with that. Um, mm. Just give me one second to check if another question came in since I started asking them. And no, that's the question. That's I it. I have a question. You have a question? I immediately forgot my question. Okay. Can you remember what question I was going to ask? Uh, I cannot. Ah. Okay. So, are we are we done? Do we have yes. any any other order of business before we wrap up? No. Okay, no, excellent. Well, thank, thank you, everybody, for uh, sending those questions. You can send them to the email if you want. If you're a good person who likes things that are nice. Um, if you don't want... She shall on to come to your house and bite you. The people the who send us questions via email are our favourites. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to play favourites, but um, they are definitely the the the, the superior ones. You said it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So thank you very very much for listening. Um, I'm gonna go to bed now. I'm very I'm a sleepy bitch. <laughs> I spend most of the day sleeping, so I am gonna go and uh, paint some miniatures and, and watch Columbo. I was actually going to listen to some podcasts. Wow, well, that's lame. <laughs> Make some... Media made within the past 30 years. Fucking hipster. Yeah, I know. Listen to some podcasts <laughs> and not edit the one I just recorded. Yeah. Obstinately. Drama, Matt, tell us what you're going to do. I think I go to bed. Okay, make something up that's exciting. Gonna go jump out a window. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm... I was going to say it, but I thought it'd be really quick. Yeah. And now I'm just imagining you being like, oh, don't imagine my... it. No, no, no. Because I was like, oh, I'll just make something up. And I thought you were going to go, oh, jump out a window. And now you're like, oh, I have a wank. And I'm like, oh, don't do that while jumping out a window. It's very dangerous. Yeah, that, would be very... Oh, that would be very uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's like, well, okay, so you got to like, t- it's, it's like a danger wank, but like a life-threatening danger wank. Where, uh, like, okay, I, you I, leap out the window and you got to finish before, before you, you hit, hit the, the ground, ground, so you can put it away so that the uh, paramedics don't find you <laughs> cock in hand because that would be very embarrassing. I, yeah. I remember once uh, I was like sixteen and I used the term danger. I, 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 oh, I can't remember what I said. I said something like, "Oh, like, oh, do you want to go to see Auntie Linda?" And I was like, "Yeah, about as much as a danger wank." And my dad went, "I don't understand. What's a danger wank?" And I went, "Well." That's where you, you, you have a wank and you shout your mum and your mum or dad and you got to finish before they get there. And he looked at me and went, that's very sick. And I was like, I didn't fucking come up with it. <laughs> and it's obviously just an absurdist statement that only like the most deranged psychopaths have ever done. And, but no, he, yeah. just, he just thought I was being a real weirdo. And I'm like, look, just because it's a thing. And it's like, that's... Uh. It reminds me of I that thing. I explained the joke to him because he's a dumbass. And it made it funnier because I it, explained it, it. It reminds me of when you, you do, like, a, a, a colourful metaphor. Like, oh... This this thing hurts like getting slapped on slapped on the end of a dick by a ruler, uh, and like you'll say something like that. That's obviously like your you, detention was hard at private. School. You are being you are making up a colourful like metaphor for something, and then someone goes, "Oh well, how do you know that? Have you has that happened to you?" And you're like, "Obviously do, not." It's like, do I'm, I have to I'm explain just, hyperbole to you? It's just a joke. <laughs> it's just a joke. Don't take it that seriously. You do realise that now you voice that, that everyone's going to be like, oh, Wib, well, how do you know what being fucking, what living in a house with snipers like? And you're going to be like, don't fucking, I don't want to talk about it. Do not it. mock my reality. Don't, don't, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you say that to your therapist earlier. It's like, so what are your main, like, your main, uh, <laughs> your main, like, what is it? Brick walls to becoming well. Well, I'll send you a link to my podcast. I'm married to to the to the, to that one. Oh, what what is the main issues with your mental health? I'm like, well, Robots. I'm a YouTuber, and they go, you, and the therapist just goes quiet for a second and goes, "You sicken me." I'm like, like, yeah, that's you fair. deserve yeah, your that's anguish, fair. and you're like, yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. <laughs> I joke. I've said this before. Uh, in my experience, therapists are very, very uh, good at understanding and uh, empathizing with the unique. A position that you end up with as being a, a content creator in current year mm-hmm. and the weird pressures that puts on your brain and mental state yeah. uh, that are both very silly to talk about but also very emotionally damaging. really do fuck with you over a long stretch of time it's really cool yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I've, I've only had good experiences myself yeah in that instance but we should let everyone go yes. now and drama mat needs to have that danger wank yeah out the window <laughs> <laughs> a defenestrank wank. Defenestrabation? Defenestrabation. It's all over. over. There we go. go. Oh, have you finished already? Fuck, dude. (laughs) We just hear like a smack. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know how uh, Matt's kids were conceived. Quickly. Um... (laughs) And with bungee cords. (laughs) Anyway, thank you very much for listening to the podcast, everybody. Sorry. Um, sorry. Um, say hi to your therapists for us. Um, and take care, and we will we will catch you in the next podcast. Uh, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Put it away, Matt. Mm-hmm.